going live for 75. Hello and welcome to episode 75 of Triangle Squared. We are doing this one live, so it's a little bit different. Uh, Saul? Yes, sir. For those of us who are joining us on Twitch, which is not our usual platform, uh, we're going to say we are a PlayStation podcast, Triangle Squared. Uh, you can find us normally every Monday at 12 p.m. CST, 10 a.m. PST, should have done the opposite, <laughs> uh, in video format on YouTube. And you can uh, just always have discussions with us in the comments below. Uh, let us know your thoughts on what we're talking about for the week. If you like what we're doing on here, consider going over there, giving a subscribe, or subscribing to us on here as well when we do stuff occasionally on here, be it Streaming, live episodes, our stuff under the Nartech umbrella, which is less PlayStation focused and more just gaming oriented in general. Uh, or you can listen to all of our stuff in po- in uh, podcast services. So iTunes, Google Play Music, all of those, except for Spotify, still working on that one. Uh, but aside from that, you can find us on Twitter at Triangle SQRD, where we tweet all of our weird thoughts and ideas throughout the week. And of course, ask for questions when we usually do our episodes. Uh, any question we don't get to normally would go and be compiled into a reader mail episode. We're still doing that. It'd be the one that we do uh, for the first Friday of every month. So next Friday or this coming up Friday will be that episode. Uh, but every ep- every question we get on this week's uh, thing is what we're going to answer today. And that's kind of going to be in lieu of a main topic. Instead, we're just going to have fun hanging out with you guys and supporting you guys supporting us, <laughs> uh, which is what makes the show keep going. So with that being said, Saul, what's up? what have you been playing this week since this is still an episode of Triangle Square Good, sir? Uh, Liam asking the chat, where is Podcast Cat? Well, they she got kicked out because she was trying to walk <laughs> on my brand new laptop. We ain't having that. Yeah, Saul, uh, Saul gets that new item thing where like he won't let anybody touch his car weird way, laptop weird way, phone weird way. No, yeah. No. I mean, I respect that, though, to be honest. I do. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Death Gambit this week, uh, and you know that's that's actually kind of been it. My usual Rocket League, Rainbow Six match here and there, and um, I haven't really touched Dead Cells lately. But that's uh, oh, and Divinity too. Haven't beaten Dead Cells. Yeah, no. But to be fair, it's a game that you can come back to. Yeah, uh, it is pretty well actually. So I'm with you on that aspect. But Divinity too has also been really good. But we all knew that. But how much have you played of it? Divinity 2? Yeah. Um, shoe fly. It's uh, almost through the first act on my first character. Ooh, that's a long time, isn't it? No. No, not was much. It, was like, it not you that was telling me like the first act is like 20 to 30 hours? Uh, well, no, I probably said around 20, 10 hours when you start, but since I know how to do everything, uh, there's just stuff in the first act you're not going to... Podcast cat or death? Uh, well, he, <laughs> Tabby, the podcast cat, is outside, so death. Wait, um, did you put her outside, outside? I put her outside, outside, like on the porch. You, you treating my cat that way, bro? <laughs> Not really. Um, hey, there's Jonathan, uh, for shenanigans and such. But um, I'm about to get these uh, these pop out chats going. Hold up, hold up. Yeah, Brett's la- slacking. But yeah, other than those, my computer had an update, bro. Of course it did. Windows always has to do that at the most inopportune times. <laughs> Hakuta says, "Not letting people touch your stuff is like me not letting anyone touch me." I promise. If anyone tries hugging me, I'll swing. I'm gonna. If I ever meet him in real life, he's gonna get the biggest bear hug in the world. What if Podcast Cat wins Spider Man? <laughs> I guess Brett gets two copies at that point. Do I, do I just buy myself my copy and consider it to be bought? No, you got. The... No, we actually got to spend money on a second copy. Got to fulfill the sweepstakes. <laughs> Let's see, Orion Lockheed. I think that is Mr. Blaze says. Kind of want to play the Divinity games, uh, but they seem too long and complicated. I don't know. 
Is Orion? No, Orion Lockheed's uh, World End, isn't it? There we go. I don't think so. Does that mean you're a bear, Saul? Oh, Lord. I mean... Yeah, Orion Lockheed, I'm pretty sure, is World End. Okay. Yeah, they are They are long and they are kind of complicated, but it's not super hard to get into. It's kind of like D&D where your first like hour and a half and... Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, first hour and a half and such is kind of like learning everything, but other than that, not super bad. I will say they're really challenging, though. Yeah, I didn't realize Elder Scrolls Blades was coming out on the 7th as well. To be fair, I mean trying to think of the word to say this the game looks fine uh but it's not something i would keep up in mind with me gaming because like you know we talk about mobile gaming on the show all the time yeah but basically the way to go about mobile gaming uh for me is that i will play it i have nothing against it but it's something i do when i'm stuck in an area where it doesn't make sense for me to have had my handheld on me for any reason like if i'm at work and i have to leave to get my oil changed or something yeah. And I'm sitting in a lobby, and I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll play some puzzle game on my phone. Uh, that's kind of how I do it. I don't think about, like, when I'm thinking, okay, gaming, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. It's going to be a sit-down experience. If it's on handheld, it'll be sit-down in the living room while I'm watching something or in bed and watching something, whatever it be. Whereas, you know, the main thing, definitely since Vita's kind of dying off, and that's my main handheld, then I think right now, definitely this year, has been like my uh, routine around gaming has almost become just like okay gaming for me is coming home getting into this room and starting up a game and then playing for a few hours as much as i possibly can without interruption and that's kind of what i think of so uh let's but see. what have you been playing i have been playing death gambit as well i beat death gambit um but there's a boss or two i missed i did not fight the eldritch council uh somehow i miss him uh i ended up going a specific way where when i went up i realized a little too late that it was the end and I was like, well, here I am. Did uh, Have you fought the, um, I can't think of its name. It's a very odd name. It's the big uh, Shadow of the Colossus style horse that takes up the screen. No. Okay. So, you know, in the very early of the game, you get on the highway. There is a way to go up, but you need a crest. Yeah, I did that. I love streaming. It is, it's so fun. But Blame the, it on Liam. <laughs> Damn it, Liam. It's because you have too many platinum trophies. That's what we have I, I really, I, Yeah, I want to know how many. But yeah, we were talking about Death Gambit, basically. You know, great game. just Super great. So, so you know when you get down to the Bicerge area and you have to activate the Hollow Bridge? Yep. I was literally not even halfway through in terms of time doing the perfect run of No Death Level 1, and it, for, it, it crashed on me. <laughs> and now it is completely uh, a problem in which no matter when I activate, if I activate that bridge in any file, I have uninstalled and reinstalled my game, it crashes. So you have to go that way to get, to end up getting back to buy surge, and now I'm just irritated because I can't go to buy surge at this point. So I'm kind of locked out of the area, and I don't think you have to beat so buy surge on the to beat the run? game. Yeah, no, I don't think you have to beat buy surge. No, no, you don't. Yeah, you, you, uh, you because you can them. go you can go to the sewers and go underwater area, and then basically go- to beat the game, all you have to do is get three crests. Right. So the third crest you have to get is from uh, Almovado or whatever yeah. to buy the buy your the crest observatory. Up, yeah. Uh, that'll be the easiest way to do it. Uh, but yeah, no, that's I beat that. That's been really good. Uh, I've been playing Guacamole <laughs> too. That was not a dab. I really <laughs> did not intend that be a dab. Excuse me, I sneezed and my hand went up. What so, did you say? Perhaps you always did it, Dank Souls. What do you mean? Oh, I'm playing Dark Souls Remastered and I haven't played in forever and I suck. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, three months away didn't help. Yeah, I need to play the remastered still. Like I said, I don't know. I think I may work my way backwards in terms of this generation's working them. I technically, it'd be 
not in release order because did two's remaster come before three officially came right or did that happen after three i'm pretty sure it happened before three. i think you're right uh so uh, next game in the dark soul series i plan to play will be two since it's the only one i haven't beaten and then from then i may go back and play remastered even though i haven't heard any real strong reason as to why it's worth the amount of money that they charge for it so what do you mean wasn't it forty dollars or sixty dollars one that's 40, yeah. 40, yeah. And a lot of people were saying it just wasn't upgraded enough, in their opinion, to be worth 40. It's about one or two? One. I mean, okay, yeah, I thought it was about two. No, I was like, two? Remastered. Yeah, two is no, two, fantastic. Yeah, two seems reasonable, uh, but it's also not near as old. Uh, it was already on a newer engine, so I'm sure it looks even better, you know, upgraded. If you get the plat before I do, I will be offended. Yeah. See, not worth 40 bucks, and that's what I figured. I mean, a lot of people were yeah. talking about definitely the PC version because they stopped selling the original PC version and only sell the remastered now. Yeah, but they didn't remove it from people who already had it. Yeah, of course, and that's good. But also, why not give people the original and just buy the original if that's what they wanted or the option to buy the original metal, if that's what they wanted. The Metal Pig? <sighs> I don't remember oh, no. Metal Pig. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh... It's been a long time since I played one. Oh time. man, I'm trying to think of the area. Year it came out. It is, it's right after the Dragon Bridge. Uh, anybody, hey Blake, if you ever have trouble with him again, if you go through the top area, like uh, up the tower, there's the um, first of all, there's a Black Knight in one of the towers up on the top. But if you go up the stairs, you're gonna come across some regular hollows, and if you go across that little bridge, there's an item called Alluring Skulls. Throw those Alluring Skulls in the fire. The pig will run and kill himself in the fire. I remember the giant pig in Bloodborne all too well. Uh, Bobo oh, yeah. says instead of winning Spider-Man, can we just choose uh, Hannah Monstetta? Hannah Montana. You know what? Um, yeah. and uh, If that's what you want. Yeah. If you win, Bobo May, I will send you the Spider-Man custom case and a copy of Hannah Montana on PS3. Uh, but you have to prove to me that you get the platinum. My next, that's my stipulation. My next custom case will be Hannah Montana. Do it. That would be fantastic. Do it. But I also need you to get the platinum at that point. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. Look at that. Oh, you did that. Oh, smart man. See, using look, he his, knows what's going on. Head, using his head. He's just, a dank Souls user. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so that's about all I've been playing. Uh, Guacamelee 2 has been really fun. Uh, Corey, I talked in the Discord about it for a second, but the game uh, started off with a lot of great references. It's leaning on its comedy even more than the first game did, even though the first game was, you know, really charming, uh, funny stuff going on. But one of the things this game does a lot is tries to lean on weird references to break up gameplay that are fun, that they're even in the game. It, it makes sense in a lot of ways. It makes sense with the plot they're using that they can kind of do this. Um, but it also stands to help change the game up because some ways they're doing it is just leaning far more heavily into the chicken uh, and how much combat you can do with the chicken and the chicken mode having its own, or polio, whatever, having its own uh, powers. Um, so I know you didn't play the first one. This nah. doesn't mean as much to you, but the game seems like the first one has its platforming moments because not only do they find ways to work the powers that you unlock into combat by giving enemies shields that color-coded to the the power that you'd have to use to break them out of that shield. I like that. Uh, but also the fact that when you... Basically, you'll see blocks and stuff that you can only break by using the color coordinated uh, super move. But then also, some of them are used in ways that aren't as obvious. So, like, you'll know that there's a large gap you've got to get. So, you've got a super move uppercut and then super move dash punch to get over. But there's no sign to show you that. It's just kind of like you you pick it up. You as figure, you keep playing yeah, the game. you kind of figure it out. Uh, this game is leaning even more into that. And it seems like it's real platform heavy in a couple of ways. Look, the stoner's here. What's up, Kiki? What? Liam says Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have a triangle squared world label is frozen. <laughs> I, I promise you. My feelings. I don't know that we could ever be streamers because. <laughs> Every single time that we try and stream, I feel like there's something that happens that's like there's nothing to do with us. 
Like in that case, that was just the the, the stream. Uh, that was OBS. No, that wasn't OBS. It was that. The cam link. Yeah. Oh, weird. I think you just need to get a new uh, a new case for your computer that doesn't have crap USB ports. <laughs> Excuse you, sir. <laughs> hey, you know. It is an old case. I may get, I may do that. Uh, anyway, getting back into it. So I don't think I played anything else. I didn't get around the No Man's Sky this week. Guacamelee has been my main focus. Very good. Josh, get it. It's super good. Shoop is who I'm talking about. Um, I'm blind. You are blind. That's why you have glasses, Saul. So. Yep. They're all smudgy. I don't have a cloth. <laughs> I wish you would have said that almost like there was more of a revelation to it. Like you took them off. You're like, I'm blind. I've been blind for years. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay. Let's oh, see. Worse. Uh, well, first of all, before we get into questions, I want to have this a little bit structured like a normal episode, even though the main point of it is just to hang out with everybody. Um, the news for this week, I did not have time. It was grandpa's 91st birthday today. Thankfully, he's still around with us to be able to, to do so. We had some ice cream cake with him. It was good fun. Uh, but Yo, then, hold up. Hold up. You got any leftovers? Uh, a little bitty piece you can have. You don't know. <laughs> little bitty is just going to make well, you like, want more. Look, like, like that, so look like. <laughs> no, that's like I have to have at least a third of an ice cream cake. Uh, okay, well, too bad. Sauce beard strength is coming in strong. Yeah, it needs to be trimmed real bad. Yeah, I, I'm a little jealous. I used to keep mine that long. I just don't do it anymore. I'm doing sales now. It's probably a good thing. I mean, I interact with customers every day. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I, I mean, I'm not arguing. I think that my people would say a little bit more. Uh, my boss would probably be like, okay, why is your beard getting a little out of hand? But everything said. I'm actually in my working uh, right Let's see. Now. So what's, what's the big news this week? Cyberpunk gameplay? First things? C- Cyberpunk gameplay, yep. Uh, really cool. Uh, I did not watch much, and I don't want to talk about it much. I, I don't want to say talk about it. Y'all don't talk about it a whole lot in the Twitch chat just because I am trying to keep kind of dark on it, similar to what I did with Horizon. I mean, not Horizon. Hellblade. And I watched... About 10 minutes from the very beginning to about 10 minutes in, and then I kind of looked around in the video. I didn't want to see a whole lot. Yeah, I did similar, right? Because I watched probably five to seven cumulative minutes to where mainly what I was focusing on doing was watching it at the very beginning to see what the graphical presentation is at least somewhat aiming to be because I was curious to see how their first person would look more than anything. Yeah. Which I know that they're saying that this is early footage, right? Anything could change, but realistically, even if camera depth changes or not, I'm feeling the first person that they got going on. It reminds me of a more futuristic uh, Dishonored, which is exactly what I want out of it, but with some, with more RPG depth because Dishonored has some RPG depth, but this is going above and beyond and a little bit more with... Uh, greater dialogue choices and stuff like that. Watch it all. It's so good. Uh, I think, I think it looks good. I'm also trying to keep somewhat hype control on this because there's a number of things that make you go, okay, is this really cool looking? Sure. It looks great. Definitely for a dev that's never done anything like this. I think the other thing to think about is holding yourself back because they've never done something like this. Yeah. It's really cool and versatile showing that they have the ability to do this and they have the ability to go, well, now we're going to flip into a first person RPG with a way different setup uh, than what we were doing before. But the other side of it is of course, they've never done this before. Whereas they did have two Witcher games under their belt before they decided to just iterate upon it in an open world sense. Now that was still a huge undertaking, but with this game, they're going even further away from the pedigree they started, there's a chance that that kind of, meh, saw looking for the spooky. <laughs> yeah, the head. 
for those that don't know, I'm sure you, you may have pointed out in your mind and been like, "That's weird." We've had a mannequin head on the back in the background for a couple. <laughs> no, episodes. I, I moved it. I, my goal was to keep it there until someone noticed it. Uh, Liam, in, Liam noticed it too. Yeah, uh, Orion Lockheed World in whatever you want to call him says uh, the game will be long as fuck, so I wouldn't worry about not seeing too much. That's a good point, uh, but I think Saul just wants to be even surprised on a mechanical level, to an extent. I mean, I mean, it's just it's more of a. Um, I'm trying to uh, go in a, similar to what I did with uh, Hellblade, in which it is just a complete surprise and everything. Like Hellblade was one of my favorite games last year because of the surprise it provided. <laughs> did you see where Corey said the lamest shirt Saul's ever worn on the podcast? I'm in my work clothes, Corey. I'll come over there and smack you around a little bit. Oh, that's great. Where did he? Where did it? I don't even see where he. Oh, yeah. Up there <laughs> in the top. Literally in work clothes. Work clothes. Hold work. up, hold up, Josh. It, who was talking bad about Witcher Three? I wasn't. Witcher Three is amazing, but I, what I was getting at is that they had two games uh, in the same universe and of a similar style to iterate upon, to where moving to an open world with everything makes more sense than if they would have went from The Witcher Three or what exactly what they're doing makes more sense doing that, and of course that would make sense. They can lead, lead themselves up to that uh, and build up and iterate to that point. Where now they're completely switching genres. Now it would have been even more wild if they had never done a truly open world and moved over to cyberpunk. But play it again. What play three? I okay. I mean, I have no problem with that. I still have a download on my PS4. Oh, okay. Hold on. I see. It's it's Blake. It's Blake. Witcher three is almost a ten. I don't know about Cyberpunk seventy seven. Yeah. Witcher 3 is a great game. I don't know if I'd give it a 10 either because 10 is a hard number to give to something. Uh, it's definitely a, a high, like, 9-7. That's what, what I'm going to say. I got to zoom in. Finny Fun gets switched with Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> y'all getting a little wild over here. I don't know what's going on in this chat, but y'all having fun. Saul, are you are you okay over there? Yeah, I was zooming in on the badge. Saul zoomed in so quick, like, so far that he looked like... You ever see an old man on a cell phone and, like, they have their text open and you're like, there's, like, four words. I mean, I want you to look at this and tell me, like, what that is from here. I have no clue. It just says, oh, no. Exactly. I was trying to figure out. It looks like Keith Bandit from Yu-Gi-Oh! And then it looked like a JoJo character. Not Keith Bandit. Same thing. Keith Keith Bandit's a whole other thing. Uh, What's up, guys? ATP Tekken. Uh, hey, what's up, uh, Nick? How you doing, buddy? ATP Tekken. Blake and his semen of thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love poet so much. Hakuta coming in strong. But yeah, other than um, other than Cyberpunk, I think other big things. So uh, really Battlefield a... Five got delayed. delayed That's yeah. one thing. Uh, I wasn't that excited for it anyway. It is interesting to see it get delayed only by a month, though. It would have been more crazy to me if they would have gotten delayed into next year. Oh, it's definitely not standing up to uh, Call yeah. of Duty and Red Dead. So, well, do you think that that's why they delayed? One hundred, one hundred percent. Like, because one thing to know is, uh, and and uh, World End has been talking about it a lot has been uh, that the pre-orders from everything that we can see have been very tepid in comparison to even last year. Battlefield 1 actually had very strong pre-order numbers. Um, so I'm a little confused. Well, I think it's that they everybody knows their pre-orders are low now. So I think it's that it's coming out around two big games. Nobody's going to buy it to play those other two bigger games. So they're going to move a mouth behind. And I've, I've seen a couple of people on Reddit uh, and uh, Twitter state that they, they may actually pick it up now that it's not around them. So... You know, there's. I, I, that's what I think, at least. I don't think it got delayed for any other reason. Um, 
Well, because the betas you know, and stuff have played pretty well from what. Well, see, but said. that's that's the excuse they fall back on, which is not a bad excuse. I mean, it's I think it's a similar excuse that we got with um, um, the vampire souls like game. I don't know why I'm skipping out on it right now. Um, vampire Code Vein. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they said that from the report they gave is that they got a lot of feedback from people playing the open beta and on show floors, and they want to change a couple of things, and they'd like to have Excuse time me. for it. But to be fair, those are things they probably could have done with either a day one patch or shortly after thing. But I guess there's a mixture of said that they probably, I can see it being a little bit of both. You know, they're like, well, we get away from Call of Duty, we get away from this since our pre-orders are already lower. We get more time to work on the game, and we get to launch it where we don't have to get people used to playing it for two weeks just to change it two weeks later. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a possibility. So is that my Mazda key that's on top, or my old Mazda key that's on the cloud lifter? No, that is my key to my truck. Okay, I was going to say, did somebody already break it? Oh, speaking of which, where's my license plate at? Is it in here somewhere? Uh, it's on the back of the couch. Okay, cool. I will grab that on my way out. Um, but yeah, so... Fallout like, 69. What else What else happened this week? Not, not like a whole a whole bunch of stuff other than that. Uh, Sony came out with another crossplay thing that a lot of even even more people are getting mad at. Which um, which is funny because I want to talk about that real it's quick. It's almost the same radiation of what li- they said. It's literally what they've been saying. So yeah. for people acting like this is news, it's not. This is what they've been saying forever. The the clickbaity, the one article that we saw that was posted in there today uh, by Jeff. Um, clickbaity title says that they said that they don't do it. By Hazmat the Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, like who, else, I was like, who else would have posted? Or who else is named Jeff in our chat? I don't know. Um, but, I mean... The the gist of what they're saying, I guess you could try and pull that, but it's a little it's a little leading of a title to say that because Sony did not literally come out. You know how ballsy it would be for them. I mean, don't be wrong; they probably could, but way more ballsy for them to say, uh, "Oh, hey, we don't do cross buy because we're just the best." That'd be a whole different Cro- ball game. Cross, oh, cross play. Cross sorry, play. we don't do cross play because we're just the best, and there's nothing else to keep up with us. They said the same thing they've been saying. They mentioned PC cross play and that they do cross play where they see that it makes the most sense for the for the user base. Now, to be fair, the argument can be made that the the best for the user base in Fortnite is not just going to phones and PC. That it'd be best to open it up for everyone because of how big the game is. But all I'm getting at is mainly this is not really any off of the same lines they've been saying for the year that, that this has been going on. Yeah, one little sentence out of it stuck out to me is like that last hey. kind of that's kind of messy. Hey, what's up, Exabike? Yeah, I, I forget he's Exabike. I'm, I'm getting used to seeing Barrage or Burge, whatever he got, whatever his last name is pronunciation wise. Uh, uh, how are you liking that 500 million? Did you get it yet? Let me know. It's beautiful. I have mine set up on the stand. I don't usually do that, but this is very pretty on the stand, so I went ahead and rolled with it. Poet uh, says, I hope in 76ers, radioactive mutant incest hillbilly raiders, a.k.a. Resident Evil 7. <laughs> it's this, uh, at that point, you might <laughs> as well play point. Resident Evil 7. <laughs> but, yeah, there, no, there was one sentence in that entire statement that stuck out to me, and that's when they said that we believe that... Uh, PlayStation is the best place to... Yeah, I just like, now... For you, like they, like that's a choice that people have to make. That's well, not of so- course it is, but I also think it. Uh, okay, and I'm going to play devil's advocate for here for a second because obviously with their sales number, the the vast majority, I'm going to say the average person who games does apparently think that PlayStation is the best place to play. Otherwise, they wouldn't have 84 plus million consoles. No, no, yeah, that's a common line of thinking. But to have the like basically I, I, a Sony head, yeah, no, no, I get be it. the I one get to it. say like this is the best place, like this for what we think. And of course, a lot they say of people. That, but I mean, to be fair, that is a company verbiage. 
Microsoft says the same thing. They say, hey, we think we're the best. Our, our players are more hardcore. That happened this week. They said that they have more hardcore players than PlayStation and that their attach rate's higher. And I don't know. I didn't actually look into that, but basically what ends up going on, who's Billy Rivers? I don't know. What's up, Billy Rivers? I don't know who you are, but what's up? Hello there, my guy. Did I know that my, you know, no, Microsoft, I don't know, nor do I care. Um, but Liam is in the Discord oh, trash. So, what? This, I don't know. It, it, this is more of a, just a conjecture on it, but uh, World End says, I think it was a throwback at Xbox saying Xbox Live is better than PSN, so that's why they refused crossplay originally. Yeah, that's 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 actually it's a good possible. possibility. But I also think that what you've got to realize is that companies are always going to say that we believe that we're the best place for people to play because it's their business. Of course they're going to say that. Of course they want to be the best place to play so they get the majority of sales. That makes sense. That's in line with normal thinking of a company. I don't think it's that weird for them to say it. I don't know why people are freaking out. One thing we didn't really move on to, Wilhelm. It's about Liam's last name, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, was it a drop? Because, you know, speaking of the drop, I'm just going to say this real quick. You don't realize how many trash games are coming out on PlayStation to eat the drop for 75 episodes in a row. Dude, there is so much garbage coming out every week. No, like, no, dude, there How does Sony is. let this now, happen? Here, I want to say something for a second. Anything you want to say, go ahead and get out. Because I'm actually curious. You may be thinking the same thing as I am to an extent. But roll, roll ahead. Because you, you brought it up. Let's see what you got. Well, I was going to say, the only thing in the drop that's worthy this week, other than Spider-Man, is... Um, oh, crap. What was it? I remember sitting here thinking, oh, Zone of the Enders uh, VR. Oh, okay. Yeah, the... Uh, Everything, or yeah, a lot of other stuff in, in it is just like a lot of like, almost shovelware. Okay. It's interesting you use that word, right? Right. Because I've used I've seen that word recently. Um, and I think it's got to be a mixed bag of how you go about doing things. Because I think shovelware goes a couple of different ways. Um, but I get the, the intent behind the word and kind of what you're saying with it. Um, to an extent, you're right. You know, I, I agree. There's a we've talked about it loosely, and a lot of people talk about it. I mean, Collins talked about it a lot. I think Square XO have brought it on. As a, I think it's their main topic for their uh, episode. Shout out to those guys. Um, shout out to Dan. Dan left Square XO, but we are going to see if we can get him on episode, a bonus yeah. episode for us. We love the guy. He'd be real nice. I think it'd be cool to hear his perspective uh, on where the industry is from a more British viewpoint. Because you know, we are we talk everything through an American filter. Um, yeah, and see, look, that's that's a great way to put it because Blake says there's a lot of trash on every console. Oh no, play. I totally there agree. Is. The Switch because is even worse. The, the Switch is bad for how long it's been out. But go back, that's the problem. Back in back to what I was saying though, that you know I don't realize how much is on the NTD drop for 75 episodes in a row. Yeah, and you really start to it's like it's, hyper it's focus a, on the games you don't usually see. Square XOXO didn't bring it up and got buried for it. What? What is Square XOXO? I don't know. I think he's oh, I got buried for it. A square XO. I see what he means. Um, so, yeah, I was gonna say, is he talking about? Okay, Liam. Out of curiosity, what they get buried for? I'm assuming they have a lot of backlash about the fact that it even was happening. Because I think it's hard not to argue that there is some extent of of a lack of quality control. But the other, the flip side of the lack of quality control, um, the the, the flip side to that is that some game is going to be for everyone. I, I pretty much now, of course, as a platform holder, it is your, you do have the ability and you should have the want to go in and say, Hey, th there's, this is the level of quality that we want to see. And if we feel that it's below that quality, then we're going to kindly refrain from it on there from a, from a business perspective. It doesn't end up working, uh, to an extent because of course, 
it's hard for them to say that when any game that sells, they get a part of. So it makes more sense for them to let the people pay for them to get the game uh, certified so they can go into the store, right? Sony has to pay for that happen. So the game pays them for that. They make a little bit of money off of that. They make money off the back end of sales. Uh, so there's more money in them letting as many games on there and just hoping they make as much money as they can on the digital platform. Um, Liam, are you British me? Possibly. <laughs> I am so confused at what's going on here, but I love it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's like, I was thinking, I was like, can we do drop? I'm like, there's no point in doing drop Spider-Man and his own of the Enders and like everything else. Or the big games. Now that's why I was getting it. I don't think it's completely fair to say the games don't have a place there. I get that there would, it would be lovely. Look, I should have not been allowed. I, I oh, agree. And, oh, oh, and um, because the other game, the tile game, yeah, the one hundred greatest or whatever, it ended up name changing. I think at some point, there's got to be a level, right? There's easy platinum. You have arcade islands of volume one. You have. Demi- oh, okay, though no, you said the only two games, Immortal, Immortal Unchained, is not shovelware. The Dark Souls of shooters, oh, but it's not shovelware. It's okay, a game that's garbage been- games. I mean, you can say that it's not going to be good. I don't think that that's the same as saying that it's shovelware, right? I think shovelware is go up to what you, the, the first game that you were talking about. And also, I don't know about that, but that Planet Alpha looks really cool to me. Um, either I way. I don't know where Planet Alpha was. Uh, down in the... Oh, okay. It's alphabetical, Saul. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest is a big mention for this week. I think there's, there's something worth that. For people who like Destiny 2, Forsaken is a big deal for them. But that uh, Arcade Islands or whatever. Where are we going? There's a market for it. Oh. That Arcade Islands vol- Volume 1. There's a market for that. Is it thoughtless and kind of put on quickly and a quick cash grab? Probably. Look, it's it says, 33 games. <laughs> yeah, collect treasure as you that's master like, 33 games. That's like when you buy one of those little handheld games that come with like 60 uh, famous titles and they're all ripoffs of the, one of the other. Yeah, and, and look, what's interesting about that is that some of these people are probably people who are getting into development for the first time and they're they're putting out a game that is easy for them to get a little bit of experience under their hands, uh, hoping that enough people buy that so that they have a little bit more money to focus on a better game so that they can slowly work themselves up to making something in the vein of like what Drinkbox did with Mutant Blob, which is a very simple game but people enjoyed. Then they did a sequel to that. Then they got to Guacamelee, which was far more of a real game and, and, or a traditional game in nowadays because... There's a fine line, though. And there, there is, but where, at the where, same time, you've a, got a, a game that can run on your cell phone perfectly fine, and why is it on my console? And then games, well, but, but with, why not? Because if you go off of that, Guacamelee can run on the phone, no problem. I want that game I, on the console. The last sentence is relevant. What I said, and there's a lack of quality. Thirty-three games. There's a mixture, right? Quality is in the eye of the beholder. I think that there has to be some objective sense. I, you really have to look at a game like I Am Mayo. Uh, or my name is Mayo, whatever it is. I am bread is what I was thinking about. Uh, but you have to look at a game. My name is Mayo, right? I am I am bread. Actually, has more playable value than my name is Mayo. My name and Mayo has no real objective. You're literally just tapping on a jar of mayonnaise to get a platinum. That yeah. is the point of buying the game. And at some point, Sony needs to say, okay, it's like the Troll Hunter game. What is the real value in this game? I am bread's weird, quirky, and super like. There's a, there's a group of people who think it's funny and it's interesting. I think uh, another a great example of that that sold really well is like Goat Simulator. It's a super weird game, but there's real fun to be had in it because it's goofy and over the top. You know what I mean? Oh, no, not that game. I don't even know what you're looking at. So. Boy, that game is terrible. That game is one of the worst Switch games in the world. I didn't know that was on um, PS4. I thought it was just a Switch That's an style. interesting thing. So, oh, Nick says he can't wait for Dragon Quest. That's why I think that Dragon Quest is also a very big uh, grab. There's a lot of people no, I did forget about. For I did forget about Dragon Quest XI. Uh, I'll probably pick that up on a sale. <laughs> look, 
Kiki mentioned, yeah, Goat Simulator. Uh, there's a lot of games that are awkward and like really goofy and funny. I think uh, Gary's Mod, right? Gary's Mod's a really weird game that well, doesn't have much going for it, but, but it's also like two You're bucks. ignoring the fine line I'm talking about because these, these games are meant to be goofy. They're meant to be fun. And then you have games that are just, you could tell by the quality of them that are hastily put together just for a cash grab, well, which is what a and, lot of and, this and, is. And, I, and I, that's what I'm saying. I agree to some extent. Ooh, Overlord was on there. I love Overlord. I didn't say we'd come back. Um, it was free on PC not so long ago. Look, the. What I'm getting at is mainly what I've already said. Some of these are just literally going to be cash grabs, but some of them are also going to be people slowly moving up to more and more like bigger games. So a perfect example, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, I think y'all will know uh, those games are trash. Guy on the left. Oh, me. I forget I'm on the left mirror. Uh, what games are trash? Tell me out of curiosity. Because um, there are a lot of games that are trash in my opinion, but opinion is a very odd thing. Um I'm Brett, by the way, just to give you uh, some kind of uh, marker. Um, Brett's name is Mayo, says Corey. <laughs> the cat is out of the bag. Yeah, my name is Mayo is trash, and I think there's a, lo- there's a lot to look at in Life of Black Tiger, but there is gameplay there. It's not worth the amount of money that they're trying to say, uh, that they're trying to sell it for. But, okay, you think of my name is Mayo, right? And why I don't think it should, while I don't think it should have been on there, if I'm not mistaken, and I haven't played it, uh, I can't remember the name exactly, but I think the same people that made My Name is Mayo went on to make a game that was like Mr. Masagi or something like that. Oh, I didn't know they made another game. I'm trying to find that troll game. Liam, you know you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the troll game with like the uh, uh, crossbow. Mr. Masagi? Is that what it is? See, I don't know what kind of game this is either, but this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is made by the same developer who did that. So basically what ends up happening is that they're moving more and more towards something that has some form of actual gameplay value. And as they're doing that, they're working their way towards eventually being able to make a cool game, right? Uh, I think that there's, like, one of the perfect examples uh, is you can go on a date with the Mayo Jar. It's a dating visual novel. Okay, so look, William's, uh, what Wilhelm's talking about, or Liam, is the bread game is trash. I haven't played it, so I, I promise I don't have any kind of... It probably is a bad game, but there is gameplay to be had. Uh, he did, tapping he, he on did a jar say, of mayo. just kidding, that game is awesome. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played it. I have no clue. Uh, but there's, I've, I've seen someone play it long enough to go, there is real gameplay. It's weird. Uh, okay, a perfect example, and I think Liam could back me up on this. Cat Lateral Damage is a goofy, stupid game. It's not the troll and I. It's I, I think it's Ogre. Funny. I think it's Ogres. What are you talking about? It's a PS4 trophy hunting game. It's like it only came out to for trophy hunting. I spelled trophy wrong, but it'll fix itself. Uh, and it literally looks like a Nintendo 64 game. Oh, I wish I could. Apparently, find they have it. another Here we game. Go. Uh, that's Orc Slayer. Orc Slayer is what it's called. See, this is news to me. Haven't seen that. Oh boy, you're about to be in for a treat when you look at this. Yeah, but okay. So, did you? I think you came in one day while I was playing Cat Lateral Damage, right? Yes. Okay, the game is stupid and goofy, but it was also extremely cheap, so I could see that. That's a PS4 game. Okay. Looks like it was a phone game that got ported over, broadening the audience. No, I think this game was made only for trophies, though. I mean, maybe, it's one of the but most, there is gameplay. It, you, you know what I'm saying? It's one of the most popular like trophy hunter games, because I think it's so easy to get. <laughs> Liam, Liam and his million platinum says, yep, you shoot arrows insanely slow, easy plat as well. Okay, so, but my point is still that there's more game to be had there than something like My Name is Mayo. There is literally no value to My Name is Mayo because you're tapping on a jar of mayonnaise, a, a lid. That's it. Bird cakes. I haven't seen bird cakes. Um, Troll and I is a bootleg of The Last Guardian plus Uncharted. That's weird. Haven't seen that. 
Um, is oh, that the one that you were looking at? That's the one at? I was looking at, yeah. It's, I, I mean, I remember seeing the thing, but I haven't seen the gameplay. Um, if I remember correctly, like, uh, they couldn't get the game to run above 10 frames per second on the Switch. Oh, wow. <laughs> Slideshow, slide basically, at that okay, point. But, okay, so this is what I say. Consoles are a little differently, right? But the, the ultimate person, and the ultimate person who would be the follower, right, who you would follow, they would set the industry lead on this, would be Steam. Steam have, the, Steam have, have talked a couple times about doing something, but if not been able to either have not tried or have been effectively they don't have able, enough resources they have not been effectively able to really control the problem they have with games coming out that are subpar uh but the bigger thing is Corey is drunk he probably is even though they wouldn't give they wouldn't let him use his texas license <laughs> up there he's so small i need to quickly mention that golden girls was mentioned by uh, I think Sarah, if I if I'm remembering the like way the her show? name structure is, yes, Golden Girls is a fantastic. Me and Blaze had a conversation about that the other day. It's so funny. Still today, it's super relevant. It's, Never watched it. Um, anyway, I, I just want I me mean, all I was getting at with the music anecdote uh, or you know the, the music comparison is that if someone wants to write and record, okay, like I I can record a whole album here, right? If I want to write, record, and poorly mix and put out an album by myself, um, I should be able to do that. And if somebody wants to buy that so I can get money and can hopefully either pay for someone to more professionally do my next album or pay for lessons to get better, you know, whatever it is, it's a cycle. I put it out there and it's up to us to decide whether to buy it or not. So ultimately, I think it has to come down to if we want to stop these games from coming out there, to some extent, I think that we just have to tell people to stop buying them. We can say that My Name is Mayo is a ridiculous game. We can say that this 100 plus is a ridiculous game. But if people are buying them just because they want to add one more number to their stupid trophy count, the blame also falls on them. Well, the analogy is also a little different, too, because in order to put your album out for general sales for the public, into a wide open space like PSN is, you'd have to be on a record label, which means you're not putting out bad music. No, that is not true. Where where are you going to get a big sized audience such as PSN to be able to buy an album? I mean, you can put your album on iTunes yourself. But I'm talking about with the promotion and stuff that it comes out with, oh, and I get mean, it featured can, on websites again, and stuff. You can, saying you can do all, I can spend as much money as I want to do to do that. I can. I mean, I literally. Uh, whenever we it were, sounds like it's more accessible to advertise a game though and throw it together quicker than it is to an album with the amount of outreach it's going to get. The game's going to have more I outreach. Mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not a perfect metaphor, but the basic pr- principle is: is if I want to make some kind of creative endeavor, if I want to not put enough time and effort into it, that's my business, you know. And if I put it out there and people support it, and that gives me enough drive to want to do it again. It's the person who supported me fault. Now, that, it doesn't mean people shouldn't support me. Maybe they like it, and that's what they want to do. Maybe they want to see me do more. I just think it's an World interesting in, World Inn says PSN's a more guarded community. I expect a level of quality. And I do get that. I and that's where the music thing is different, because you can't go throw a game out on PSN if you want to. You can't pay to get it on there unless you go to Sony and say, hey, iTunes is a little differently. Literally, all you have to do is go to a website that will do all that for you and just pay them. Right. So, it, yeah, it is a mixed bag. I just don't think it's completely... I don't know. I don't think that I can agree that none of the games need to be there because some of them are rough around the edges, but they could lead to cool I'm not games. saying all of them. Though. I know. Like, they don't need to be there. Call I'm the herd, though, you know, I'm going s- back to some Far Cry 5 references. But there's, a, yeah, it would be nice to see a, a, a reduction in the number, but it is kind of what it is, and I think it's... Wait uh, a second here. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to word it, but do, do my you, point's out there. Do so. you want to announce uh, the winner now or in the end? Um, do you have the winner? I don't. I haven't chose it yet. I'm going to go to the website and do that live. So it's cool. Let's go ahead and start answering some questions. I can't remember of anything else besides Puddlegate, which we can quickly cover. Uh, and because I think it's interesting and I want to have it on here more for uh, posterity's sake. But 
right now everybody's freaking out on the internet or i say everybody but you know that big vocal uh attacker group that ends up always coming out whenever they want to say that the game's been downgraded saying that spider-man's been downgraded because a picture that compares uh the scene from e3 2016 i want to say maybe 2017 i can't remember um, oh no 2017 yeah uh with this new one where the puddles are different in size and shape and the reflections and screen space stuff are all different on spider-man uh and basically what's going on is that they're all crying about that for, for a number of different reasons, while Insomniac is persisting that there is no downgrade. Now, here's what I think is most ballsy about it. Of all the people who have been claiming downgrade to different games, Insomniac have been very vocal and come out outspokenly. And instead of just either ignoring it or coming out and saying, yeah, we had to downgrade a little bit to make sure that the game had an acceptable level of performance for everybody, they have come out strongly saying that there's no <laughs> I will win. Anyway, they're um, they're saying that there is no downgrade at all. That instead, there's been a change in different technologies, the way they render his suit, the way that light reflects off of it, different post-processing effects, like the way that motion blur and stuff affects. So when you see a screenshot in motion uh, of of a moment that's supposed to be in motion, the screenshot looks worse as the 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 blur pipeline is way better now. So when you see the motion blur in a still image, it doesn't uh, portray the correct level of detail. Uh, so it could have rained in one moment and then not in the other. And that's another thing is, are there dynamic puddles? You know what I mean? Uh, but people are saying that they removed the puddles because the screen space reflection would have taken up a lot of resource. But then they've come back and said that there are other parts of the game that have massive amounts of puddles and have no slowdown. So basically what it comes down to is that we're going to have to trust Insomniac in this. This is standard outrage culture. This is people just want to come out and say things and want to call things false advertisement. I don't think it's fair to consider these things false advertisement. Uh, some games do it on a level. I think that it is fair enough to call Watchdogs false advertisement. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I don't think it's right to say that a Spider-Man and the way that these games are designed and developed and how things change. I think that the other thing about that is don't call for anything until you have the game in your hands or somebody that you can that you trust gets the game in their hands and can tell you undoubtedly, yes. This is noticeably worse than what I was expecting based off of what we shown. So, but more, I think it's interesting that somebody would actually sit there in terms of insomniac. If this, if there was a downgrade and they were being so ballsy as to say that there was no downgrade, oh man, then how ballsy, dude? Because it would come back on them so hard. I actually think that because the way that uh, that insomniac is handling this, I don't expect a downgrade. I expect it to look beautiful when I have it in our console. And you guys, I'm sure we'll do an impressions episode on it, and you guys will definitely hear our true thoughts after spending some time with it. But uh, let's, I guess we'll hop into it. We have a lot of questions, like almost as many questions as our reader mail. Um, Puddlegate. I love that that's what it's being called. People are ridiculous. I mean, they missed a real opportunity to call it Watergate. All right, so you go ahead and hop on to Twitter. I'm going to make sure we don't have any Facebook ones. Sure thing. So we have Ryan. He says, do you guys like any IRL sports? Are I can't even say this word because he's messed it up so bad. Arkansasians, Arkansasians, Arkansians. I think about people from Arkansas that live in Arkansas. Arkansasians. Yeah, he said Saints fans. No, if you're a Saints fan around here, you're probably going to get shot. But um, it's Arkansan. Um, You are so close. You know you weren't. Arkansian. He's pretty close. Arkansan. It's like Arkansas a n. Yeah, Arkansan. There's no i. Yeah. Yee. Yee. Uh, <laughs> dang, that's just some kind of like somebody better clip that and that was matched up pretty perfectly well I don't like any sports like anymore I used to be really into um, uh, oh what, what is uh, college league football called it's been that long since I've watched it and uh, 
whatever college league football is called. Somebody help me out here. But that that used to be my jam, and I I still play Madden games every now and then when I'm when I just need something to play. And that's really it, though. Like, so okay, I, I'm gonna basically be on the same thing. I respect a lot of sports. Uh, I respect as crazy as it sounds. I actually really I, I love NASCAR. Uh, in the sense of like I can I can watch it and like really all racing racing is very intense and I think that people are a little bit crazy hard on it and they go well, it's just turning left it's like no I promise you it's turning left at 175 miles per hour on a banked up shoulder that if you make one like one small move wrong you can hit into the person that's riding right up beside you trying to just get that shave that second off it's a very intense sport it's a very dangerous sport a lot of people die a lot of people get badly injured uh and it takes a lot dude they're in cars that with no air conditioning extreme heat oh yeah suit, and pressure fire retardant shoot it's, it's it's an incredibly intense sport and i don't think that people give it the real love that it deserves uh blake mentioned skateboarding on here i do love skateboarding oh, i will always yeah love skateboarding. yeah i guess i forget um, that's a sport but yeah skateboarding's pretty cool it's that you view it as a lifestyle almost to an extent because skateboarding can be done in a very different way uh it can be done in all parts of life where you don't normally see people do that with all other sports it's still confined to like a crappy basketball court or an open field that you're playing football in you know it's, it's a little different uh soccer i want to give a, a good shout out to I do love soccer, and I really respect soccer, and it's a very intense sport. I love playing the FIFA games. I just can't watch every soccer game. I don't have the time to. I'm one of those people that when the World Cup comes out, I catch all the way back up. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and I watch the World I Cup. I watch all of them. I watch a good bit of soccer yeah. during that, too. Me and Blaze talked about some of it. There's a lot of good games going on. Uh, it's a sport I respect, but I'm not a huge sport fan. I think me and Ryan have talked about that to some extent, but I think it was really focused around how I don't care for football, uh, and I really don't. I really respect basketball as well. I respect all the sports. I think that... Uh, football is the one that I think is – I'm not talking bad on football. I, I, it's just that of all of them, it does a lot of damage to people. And I think that football careers can ruin a lot of people's lives. Uh, you see a lot of – and Joe Rogan talks about this all the time, but the CETs, whatever they are um, – what do they actually call it? Ischemic something? I can't remember. But basically... I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh, brain. It's it's a brain damage. I mean, and these people oh, walk around ischemia, with brain damage. right? Uh, it's something like a ECT or something like that. I can't remember what it's, what it's called, but basically these people walk around with massive brain damage that eventually leads them to doing crazy things or not being able to live a fulfilled life because they wanted to play a few years in a sport. Uh, and the number is ridiculous. Like a, a massive number of players leave the game or still are in the game with these. Uh, it's very crazy. I mean, they have to, like it's a trap at that point. They oh, get it out, is. They yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but, um, he has another question uh, that I think we can answer very short and sweet. Is anyone excited for Fort Forsaken? The Destiny hey Blake, expansion? thanks for joining us, buddy. Good seeing you. you Thank can you. Catch Blake. up on the rest if you want to, but otherwise, we'll we'll talk to you later. Need to hop on see if these are that new update. We will. I just need to update it on my computer. I'm still paying for Games Pass because I'm lazy and never disconnected it. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> and I want to play Forza. Uh, so Forza is the week after Spider Man, right? That's not. I know it's very yeah, soon. Yeah, I think so. Okay. See, look, exactly. Uh, World End says, yeah, it's crazy how you can have severe brain damage and never know. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. I mean, these people I, literally I, go through I'm and sure I have a little different. bit of brain damage. So that, that's my thing about football. I play a little bit, but it's 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 too much contact. That It's kind of like rugby. It's like there's just too much. But then again, football's whole point is like, well, hit this guy as hard as you can, How whatever you see, like, however you can. That's the end goal. We've got to make sure we can stop this guy no matter the cost. And it's, it's something that I can respect, but I really wish that it would change more. So for the people that get into it, not to be ruining their lives by doing so. So are you sure it's October, October 4th? Well, we got some time, don't we? No. Is it really that far away? 
I think at one point October second. Yeah. Oh wait, initial release date. So probably October fourth is right. My voice got. I real think that there. you get it a couple of days early if, if you pre-order the certain version. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate that. Uh, but to answer uh, Ryan's question, I, I know there's people excited for Forsaken. I'm not one of those people. So like I'm not really looking look, looking forward to it. I probably won't end up playing it. Of all of the expansions they've done so far, it looks the best. It does, but I still I'm like still not excited. No, yeah. Uh, but that's also because I feel very done with Destiny Two. That may change with it being free. I am totally down with anyone who wants to hit us up to do a couple of raid runs. As I will try, try. I, yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll for sure hop in and help people um, out. Yeah, I will definitely do that. I have one good character that I can probably bump up. Uh, I, I would love to do it. I think it's very fun. The game has its fun moments, but being able to put your life into it the way that the game demands, I'm do- I'm over. If, well, I was gonna say Personally. if we have people who will play consistently and uh, a lot, you know, with us, then I would for sure jump back in and play with people. It's just something that uh, the only other person I used to play with for a lot he hasn't he doesn't even play it much anymore. Um, so there's kind of no motivation. He also Rod also asked who's getting that firewall this weekend. I don't know what that is. Firewall Zero Hour is the new Rainbow Six uh, thing that I was talking about. The tactical shooter that's a VR game. Looks really cool. Oh. I don't know that I'm getting it now. I've had a lot of problems playing my VR lately with Grandpa. I'm trying to figure out the best way for me to go about doing that. I was thinking about that last night because I've yet to get to play Rick and Morty VR, though I have it sitting over there. But I think my game plan is whenever Kyrie goes to bed at night and I can kind of, I think one night a week, whenever I have a VR game I want to play, I'll be like, all right, Hannah, I don't need you in here because I need all the room I can get. Go chill out in the living room. You know, go chill out in the room by yourself. I'm going to dedicate some time to this thing I spent a lot of money on because I do enjoy VR. Yeah. Uh, but it takes a couple hours. So Kyrie goes to bed at 830. I can play from 830 to 12 and get a couple hours in. Especially with Zone of the Enders coming and, out. And I think that's going to be it. sick in VR. I think that would be a cool VR game. So that's kind of what I'm going for. I, I don't know if I will get Firewall uh, Zero Hour yet. It looks more like what I want because it's free movement uh, in a in a, in a uh, Rainbow Six slash SOCOM style gameplay thing. I actually think that may be one of the better examples of getting you to kind of like a VR game. I don't know if you'll try it out, but if I pick it up, you should. Yeah, I definitely will. Um, Mr. Josh, hey there. We know you're here. He says, who gives a better hug? Me, for sure. No doubt about it. Who get, who gives more hugs? Me. That's a good question. For sure. Dude, I give, I give hugs a lot. I, I don't prefer handshakes with like fr- my friends. I prefer oh, hugs. No, dude. Like Corey, Corey, like the, he got here. I was waiting on you because you had a flat tire or whatever. Yeah. Never met Corey in my life. And like he was walking up, and like I think he wanted to do a handshake or a fist bump. I just gave him a hug. I'm like, no. I told I told him. I was like, no, man. I was like, we hug around here. We don't. Uh. Yeah, I hug all my friends. That's a, it's one of those weird things I do. Me and Blaze had a conversation last weekend about you know you kind of go through life and anything could happen to anybody at any moment, right? So I keep it very much in my mind to tell my friends and family or anybody that I care about uh, because I'm one of those people where certain friends reach that level of family to me. Uh, Blaze yeah. being one of them. I mean, I consider you family at this point. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things where I I tell y'all I tell y'all I love y'all all the time, which I know some people think it's weird, but it, I'm like, look, yeah. dude, I do love them, and I want to make sure that they that they know that, right? Because it could be anything. Literally, it could be that one night you're having a hard night, and I'm not saying this has happened. I don't believe this would ever happen to you, but I like to think that if you or Blaze were Blaze or, or any of my friends were ever at a point where they were so desperate that they didn't feel like anybody cared for them, they can think back about all the times I've gone. I mean, I go out of my way to make sure that they know. I'm like, hey, I love you. Yeah. And I, I don't just pull up in weird situations, but I never leave one of my friends realistically. I was saying like, bye, be careful, I love you. It's very rare that I don't say that because it's something in me I feel like I care more, and this is going to sound crazy to some people, 
I'm a very blood is more or family is more than blood person. So, you know, I care about blaze more than I care about a uh, majority of my family. And I really mean that. And that's kind of a crazy well, thing. You, you kind of contradict yourself. I said family's more than blood. So that's the same thing. I, 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 there's a better word. I don't know why I'm saying it that way, but there's, there's more to family than just being blood. Gotcha. Okay. That makes more sense. Uh, I don't believe that blood makes you family. I feel like that doesn't matter. Family is who you choose to put yourself around. Uh, so I'm one of those people. Kiki says, don't forget the Tales versus Final Fantasy question. If you're talking about the Tales series versus Final Fantasy series, objectively and subjectively Final Fantasy. Here's where we're going to have a little bit of back no, and forth. Nope. A little bit of back and nope. forth. There's eras. I because mean, no. I, would, I would actually say that in the PS3 generation. I mean, dude, I, I, you had one, one real Final Fantasy game in the PS3 gen. Well, what do you? What, and that's and that's that's deemed as one of the worst ones. What's the real one that you consider? Thirteen. So you don't consider thirteen two and thirteen three to be real Final Fantasy games? No, they're part of thirteen. I'm talking about like, but they're still individual games. So in the sense I mean, of, I guess, but they're all the, right. they're, they're all the, the only... same. Like they're all the same universe, though. Yeah, but they all three play extremely differently. Like if you ask me how many Final Fantasies are there on PS2, I would say ten and twelve. And yeah. Technically, eleven. I guess I get what you're saying, but at the same, I wouldn't sense, say ten too. Like I, I think of a generational thing, right? There's some really great Tales games, but I actually got to say, during the PS2 generation, uh, while I think Final Fantasy X is a great game, and I think Final Fantasy XII is a great game, Final Fantasy XI was really cool for what it was trying to do. But I'm still not. Hold a on here. Fan. Hold on here. Uh, Josh said he wants his hug question. Josh, I need you to listen to the podcast a little bit better, sir. We answered your hug question. I am the better hugger, boy. Um, that's how we got into the whole discussion. Yeah, yeah that's we were talking about hugs, sir. Sir, I need you to listen. Don't worry, I'll hug you too, Josh, Liam, and Kiki if we ever meet y'all. Uh, I would um, probably hug... Um, I can't ever pronounce her name, Sarah, but like that may get weird with Liam, so <laughs> I, I tend to avoid that. So World then says, I don't do intros, outros of people. Never was into those things. The weirdest thing to me is when another man leaves a good night and chats, bruh. What's funny about that? Is that almost every time that we go to bed, me, Liam, and a couple people? Are like, I don't, I don't, right, guys. I don't ever, I don't ever like really say good morning unless I wake up and I happen to check the chat as everybody else is check, like and saying just, good morning. Yeah, and you say in response, I yeah. can do that too. I don't um, really. Like, I'm normally not the first. I'm not gonna lie. Like one of my one of my biggest like any amount of hatred is like when I have friends over and it comes to that moment of like walking them out or like having to say goodbye. It's just one of those things that like with you it's different, but like with Joe, it's kind of like one of those things like we stand in there for a second. I'm like. In my head, I'm like, get the get the hell out! Like, I'm ready to go to sleep. But at the same time, I was like, all right, man, good to see you. It's like it's always that like awkward exchange. I, in I a can way. see that. I mean, yeah. I, I can see that. It's a mixed bag. I don't always have to do. I you know really because of the you normally had to park in the back, and I just kind of walk you out anyway. That's Whenever dark. That it's happens, dark out there. <laughs> it's super dark out there. Uh, I, it doesn't bother me. My thing about good night and good morning is, I mean, really, I'm. It's, I normally say it when I'm literally in a conversation because I'm like, I'm more saying it as an acknowledgement that I'm going to have to go. So it's like, hey, I got to go, guys. Talk to you tomorrow night. Yeah, that's 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 also me very kindly. Like, I'm not just going to hop in and go, good night, guys. Yeah. Like, well, randomly. That's just not what I do. But that's, no. you know. I do, I, I, do, I do like it, though, when there are people in a conversation that say that because I'm like, cool, now I won't respond to that expected response back. But to get back to the real stuff, yeah, I think that, a more, that Final Fantasy is the more meaningful series i think that there okay is... i'll give you that final fantasy had way more impact on the industry yes now i think what he's I... saying here is personal preference oh i definitely. know your personal final preference fantasy. is that yeah i'm still gonna say it's an era thing right uh because even the ps2 era i actually think that the um no 
what Star Ocean is what I was going to get. I think the Star Ocean oh, games okay. during the PS2 era were actually better what, what? than the Final Fantasy games to me, and they were more often and they were really good. Uh, I say more often. I mean, I guess you they consider... were and were. I don't know. I played. I to be fair, I guess I'm kind of conflating Star Ocean two, which if I recall is a PS1 game actually, and Star Ocean three until the end of time. Uh, I, those are both games I played during the PS2 era, even though I think Star Ocean two is technically a PS1 game. Um, Was it? Yeah, cause I think the original Star Ocean's a SNES game. Uh, Japan only SNES game, I'm pretty sure. Just, uh, but anyways, um, yeah, like I think that, like maybe, yeah, Star yeah, SNES Ocean game was, uh, yeah. But oh. did it ever come out in America? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it did. I played okay. it on. I actually remember that. I played it on PSP. That's an interesting thing. I forgot all about that. But that was back whenever I was just playing a lot of games. Star Ocean Two is what I couldn't remember. I think it's a PS One game though, because it's Star Ocean the Second Story. Yeah, it's a PlayStation One game. Um, interesting. I thought it was, but PS2 I did not game. play that game until after I played Kingdom Hearts. As weird as that is, yeah. Uh, so well, that's, that's kind of like, things. but yeah. I mean, I mean, when you think about though, I guess if by error and you say PS2, GameCube is included. Yes, because Symphonia is a really good one. Symphonia is a great game. Tells of the Abyss Heart, is a great game. Heart R, I hear, is good. I've never played it. Uh, Heart R is a Vita uh, remake, but the original is Tales of Hearts. Uh, well, Tales, Heart R was also Tales of on Graces on, F yes, on PS3. It? Dude, there's a lot of good Tales of games on PS3 by nature of them coming back around. Well, see, the problem that's a hard thing to say about because. The problem is the same with both series right now is that current ones have been trashed to me. Like, Bisteria did not hold my attention. 15 did not hold my attention well, at all. Wait, you played Berseria? I, thought, I, or, no, I had the or, beta. Oh, okay. I have Berseria and haven't started it yet, but I, I intend to. That's the one with the girl with the black point. hair, right? Yep. Yeah, I, now, I, I had the, the demo for that game. and I Zestiria did not do anything for me. That was the, uh, that's I the tried. newer one. That's the one that came out before Berseria. Uh, it yeah, was that's right. the yeah, first yeah, yeah. PS4 one. I didn't love it. Zillia, great. Zillia 2, it's weird cause not so great because of gameplay decisions they chose to make. The story was okay. I think that my thing with Tales of has got some of the coolest games. Uh, and I think of the PS3, between all the Final Fantasy games that came out on PS3 and Zillia, Zillia is better. Uh, we got Zillia super late over here too, but I love Zillia. It was a game that I could, I, it never ended when I thought it was going to end, but I didn't want it to end. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, world set oh, it perfectly. I want to play Besteria because the anime girl in the box art. There you go. She is. Uh, See, that's great. Very I'm glad Stone said that. He says Berseria is amazing, but but Zesteria is trash. Even though they are the same universe, I knew they were the same universe. Uh, but I've heard a lot of people say that Berseria plays better, feels better, and feels more true to the series than Zesteria did. Something felt off about Zesteria the whole time I was playing it. Uh, it was weird. Even though I didn't love Zillia, I got further in Zillia or Zillia Two. I got further in Zillia Two than I did in Zestiria. Velvet, yeah, that's her name. So I don't know. I'm gonna play it because I think it looks cool. Uh, but I think it kind of goes by generation. I think PS One is undoubtedly uh, Final, Fantasy. Final Fantasy for me. Any, that, and, I, and I would go anything before PS One's Final Fantasy because you have Final Fantasy One and Two on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but you, those are games I didn't play until. PS1. I mean, on the Nintendo. No, you, you remember Super. they came out with all the Final Fantasies on PlayStation One prior. Eventually. Uh, you could get yeah, Final Fantasy yeah, 1 and 2 you, on you, one disc. You could get Final Fantasy 1, 2, or one 3. package. I can't remember if it was one disc. 1, 2, and one, two and 4? Or maybe it was just 1 and 2 on... Yeah, that's right. 1 and 2 on Game Boy Advance. 3 and 4 on DS. And then I think they added 5 to either 3DS or DS as well. Yeah. You could And uh, 6... I don't think they've ever remade 6 except on phones and steam but it wasn't the good kind of remake it was like the pop art or whatever it's it it looks really like are you sure that was six? Oh, i'm 100 percent sure they remade six That's weird. um and it doesn't look uh it looks like a phone game and it doesn't look appealing um do you feel the same with what they did to sword of mana 
Actually, no, I no, actually no, no, think no, no, the Sword no. of Mana lo- remake looks all right. That was I played it, but no, 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 no. Yeah, that was, uh, or maybe they did do six. Okay, I'm guessing five because five was also uh, we oh, talked about Andrew it in this war box. We did about it. Yeah, look, this is what I'm talking about. Look at the character models. The enemies look cool. That looks way too stylized for what it was, and it took a lot of the charm out of it for me. Um, and they look like DS characters in a way. Yeah, and... they said Final Fantasy five. That's what I just said. No, you said six earlier. No, no, I said no, no, no. I'm thinking of oh, okay. five. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I missed you. I missed you. Okay, I corrected myself. Well, they are, they are, Kiki. That's my answer. Six is I the think best Final Fantasy game. I think that there is <gasps> in, in eras it changes. I will give you a better answer after I get a chance to play Berseria, uh, because I actually did really like 15. I know that a lot of people didn't. I liked it for what it was, uh, and of the of the. Playing Zestiria and playing uh, 15, 15 was undoubtedly better than Zestiria. And uh, uh, I, ooh, from personal preferences, the series whole, we went yellow again. Hopefully we don't drop soon. If we freeze, we are aware of the situation. Um, oh, but yeah, Final Fantasy is by far the, uh, the winner for me. Uh, Eric wants to know, what are your thoughts on this year's schedule of games that have been released and are going to be released in this coming holiday season? Then he goes on to say, what have been your guys' favorite game and least favorite games has been this release this year? The second part, I'm not going to answer because I made a real bad mistake last year of giving too much away for that. When Game of the Year Awards finally came out, I felt like it was kind of more so um, known what our Games of the Year was. And so that one, I will, I'll, I'll give a broad answer to that, though, and I'll say I've really enjoyed Dead Cells, Death Gambit, and God of War. Um, but Def, I, I back all three of those games. Super good. Yeah, least favorite games this year. That's a hard one because I don't think I've played any like really bad games. Uh, at least off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, that's how you get UTIs. That's nasty. UTIs are not fun for guys. Uh, but yeah, our, this schedule is awesome. Like I wish every I wish every single year was like this, and I know it can't be. But it, ever since February, the ball has been rolling. We've got Near Horizon and Hellblade all somewhat closer to each other. But then you have God of War. Um, wait, what am I thinking? February? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of last year for okay, some reason. I'm my, stuck my on. I'm a little bit mixed with that. But you I'm stu- well, yeah, I'm stuck on God of, or not God of War. I'm stuck on uh, last year's Game of the Year episode. So I was saying, going through all, like all these games that came out so close together. World End says God of War, Game of the Generation. Uh, Bloodborne has a word with you, and Dark Souls Three. But uh, yeah, like I like it a lot because since February, there's been a, a solid game out every month. Yeah, you're right. There's been a great game released once a m- or a good game at least, uh, something very high quality released once a month every month since the years come out, or since the year started. Now, or February, which is typically the start of any year game wise. Right. They normally most fiscal leave January start alone. Yeah, well, um, even then, most fiscal years. Which next year that's changing. January is getting some games. It's getting Resident <laughs> Evil. It's getting not as Marks. many as February 22nd, which is a question here coming up oh, soon. Oh yeah, uh, so. It's funny that you say that because I actually feel like I preferred last year's schedule, even though there was even more I was wanting to play last year in terms of like my hype level, right? Last year's release schedule was more breathable, but in terms of there were more games that I was hyped for that I loved, and was, so I was playing more games and having a problem keeping up because there was a lot of stuff I was excited for, but they, it felt more like I had a couple of breaks here and there to kind of breathe and catch up. Whereas this year, so much that I'm having problems keeping up even when there's games that I don't know if I'm going to like. Second. Um, okay, we have a lot more questions, actually. Yeah, no, we'll roll through them a little quicker. No, 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 I'm talking about that. That was all responding to your tweet on the same thing. There, Then there's people responding to my tweet, and then there's <laughs> the other tweet. So there's like 20 more questions. Bam, bam, bam. All right, well, it's cool. We'll, we'll roll through them. You okay? Yeah. yeah right. um, but yeah, to kind of answer that, yeah, like last year was pretty good. This year, uh, there's a game <laughs> out every single month, and I'm not even going to pay attention to Twitch <laughs> chat because I don't even know what they're saying. Uh, but... 
I did wash my hands. Well, I'm gonna finish my, my thing real quick if you don't mind. Uh, which was just that the end of this year is a little different for me actually because after Spider Man, uh, it gets a little more breathable to me by nature of me not caring. I'm not gonna play Call of Duty since I'm not gonna buy a Call of Duty that doesn't have a story. Yeah, uh, that's one thing which I don't normally buy them at day one anyway. Infinite Warfare has been the only exception to that. Um, but that. I get to skip out on not a big fan of Battlefield or World War Two, so I'll skip out on that. Not a big fan of Red Dead, and that what I was getting as I, I played Red Dead back in 2010, and I could be in a different space, like space now, so I actually may feel differently about going into Red Dead Two, but it's just not hitting for me like it is for people who who loved and played the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I still so I don't have to worry about that. With it being a pre- prequel, I would still at least consider picking it up um, if you haven't played the first one just because I'm sure it's going to be of quality with it being Rockstar. Well, no, and that's what I was saying. I'm not saying they're not quality games, uh, but they don't, like, ever since Grand Theft Auto 4, which, I mean, that was the starting game for me where I just stopped, I started losing my interest in in Rockstar games. No, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 4 is a bad game, though. Um, Let's see. Some people saw Red Dead Redemption 2 demo and called it a horse walking simulator. I mean, there's a simulator word for everything now. Yeah, I like every single month until the end of the year, there's something out for me. And then I would honestly say for the next, like, seven months, there's something out, uh, especially in yeah. February. But Next year is seeming kind of crazy, too, but it seems like it'll be a little more breathable. Right. I, I feel like I like there to be moments where you can kind of get your head above the water. Right. That's what I feel. Uh, last, actually, and even though last year had a bunch of t- like a huge, like a ton of huge games for me, like the, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy coming back, uh, you know, like I mentioned, Near Horizon, uh, all these big games that I waited so long for. God of War has been great this year, uh, and I will give it that. I enjoyed Detroit thoroughly enough to platinum it, which was uh, considering I didn't platinum the other two games uh, by Quantic Dream, even though I enjoyed Heavy Rain heavily. <laughs> and uh, Beyond, I thought was okay because I played it at launch when it was not on PS4 where you could play it in chronological order. So those things are a little differently for me. I think that this year has been great for me, and I've been glad that August was so strong. Uh, and that we're going into a pretty strong September, but I'm glad that for me it's starting to slow down a little bit, Excuse and me. I'll be able to catch up. So I think after Spider-Man, I'll be able to play Tales of Berseria and other things that I've yeah. been waiting on. And and since they are saying that Spider-Man's 20 hours, I reckon I'll probably play 40 hours worth of it, and then uh, given side stuff, uh, exploring and stuff of that nature. Sean! Heavy Rain's great, man. I love that scene, it, even though it's one of those weird things of game design that goes through. It's like, well, this just shows the... At the time, it wasn't as bad, but now that games have moved so much forward, you hit the button to say Sean, and eventually you hit it too many times, and like all the variations of how he says Sean are up, so it restarts. So he goes from yelling like, Sean! Then you hit it again, Sean. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's great. Uh, speaking, though, of next month or next year's heavy hitters, uh, kind of leading in, uh, El Chabib wants to know, he says, Another week, another question. Metro Crackdown Day is gone, and Anthem all releasing on the same day. Which one are you getting if you only have a choice for one? Which one do you think will be affected in the most in terms of sales, and which one do you think uh, has the prospect of bad reviews? So Crackdown 3, obviously, is going to be the bad review answer because it's it's been so long that... Um, well, we say bad reviews is in the, the worst review. The worst I still out of think these it'll games, probably yeah. end up in the sevens. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's there's so much hype going into it. Uh, and it could, Crackdown Two wasn't even that great for me. I loved Crackdown One a lot. Uh, it's funny, I bought that game to play the Halo Three beta, as like eighty percent of other people did, and I actually ended up having a lot of fun with the game itself. Um, let's see, but yeah, Crackdown. You think so? You agree with Crackdown in terms of the prospect of bad reviews? I, I, either, I do. I, honestly, I think it's either gonna be that or Days Gone. I think Days okay, Gone is so gonna be. 
It's going to fall flat for a lot of people. It's a mixed bag with me, right? If I have to go, so real quick, uh, World End says Days Gone will be the one that he thinks is that he's going to pick up and grab uh, and crack down three. He thinks will be the worst sales and reviews. I think yeah. those, I think that's a good answer. I really do agree that Crackdown Three has been stewing for too long. It's going to suffer from a couple of problems. Well, yeah, okay. So um, I can't tell if he's saying Days Gone and Crackdown Three. No, he's saying Days Gone is the game he's going to get. If from from what I can tell, because uh, it's saying you know the question is which one are you going to pick up if you only can only pick. Well, one there's one? there's a third there's a there's a second question there though. He's saying if you only trace for one sales and yeah, then better views. So he says days gone. Crackdown three will be the worst of sales and so the one days to gone get. Will be okay. the one to get. Okay, that's cool. what I thought. So when you think about it though, if, well, yeah, <sighs> I'm with you. Crackdown has been stewing for too long and is and the hype been messed around and the hype is not even there. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like not. days gone had hype. I mean, days gone. I'm sorry. Uh, um, no man's sky had hype. Even after the delay, I've not seen this hype for Crackdown the same. Well, way. And, and well, now it could be because we're in a different. Eh. You know, we're in a different echo chamber because we are so PlayStation focused that maybe we're missing a little bit of it. And I want to be clear if that's possible. No, 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 but no, no. I don't see a lot of it across. We the are PlayStation focused, but I am like I am subscribed to the Xbox One X subreddit and the PCMR subreddit. And you and, and you still see a, yeah, a general like, lack am, of hype for I, Crackdown. I'm still very like uh, I wouldn't say active, but I I've, I pay a lot of attention to these um, to these uh, other ecosystems or other console. Families. Yeah, World End just said what I was going to get into with all of it, right? Is that Anthem is a safe bet. Anthem's going to get picked up by the people that like the division and like Destiny and like those types of games. It's something else for them to do, something that has more content for them to do. And I think a lot of people who are disappointed with Destiny 2 are going to try and move to Anthem in hopes that it will fill that void. Oh, totally. That's what it's And I'm I doing. think it will do well. Yeah. Uh, and it's Bioware, which is uh, Bioware have traditionally sold pretty well. If you yeah. just don't account for Andromeda. Andromeda, which was not the normal Bioware that people nope. go off of. So it's okay. I think that they're fine. One bad game is not going to is not going to make this game seem. Um Metro is exactly what he he worded it the best. It's it's a niche group, but I, every I don't game think is it is. Better. I, I think that if you're going out of these games here, if you want to go in for a Metro is the most known quantity. Is what is what I get at in terms of if you look at all these games, we don't Crackdown could be any number of things. We don't know how good it's going to be because it's been stewing for too long, too many problems, and we haven't seen it since last generation, early last generation, like two, what twenty two thousand nine was that Crackdown two. Crackdown one was two thousand seven, so I think yeah, Crackdown, and, and or maybe of, it was Crackdown, or well, maybe twenty ten. September, I don't know. September seventh was but when. Even even then, Crackdown two, I do remember being uh, notably worse in terms of reviews and sales than the seventh. first one, from what I can remember. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I, I do remember it being uh, across friends I know who loved the series. Crackdown two wasn't as good as okay. One. So yeah, it, Crackdown one was definitely two thousand seven because okay. uh, I kept thinking Halo three came out on September seventh. Um, it came out to September 20, 20, 25th, 2007. But, but as far as Metro goes, Metro's seen a re-release this generation. Right. Um, and he, a lot of people picked up Redux and really liked it. Uh, Metro is just great in general. It has a very high quality. They're a great studio in terms of putting out. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Is they that... really pushed a lot, and it looks great. And they got, a, they got a strong reaction when they revealed it on Xbox. And then again during E3 when they showed gameplay. Yeah. I am, see, I am hearing and, and seeing a lot that's notably making it look like Metro of all of them actually is the most known quantity of you, you've seen the devs work. And since it's a series, people know what they're kind of getting into and they're going for that. I think crackdown will definitely be the worst of those because it's going to be a victim of its own delays and, and development problems. They've had, uh, 
development studios coming in and out of the fold. There's three development studios working on it. Now there's only two because one dropped out and the original creators, uh, the, the original creator who came back for this dropped out. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big deal. I think it's going to affect the game in a big way. Anthem is it, a safe bet. It's the, it's, Days Anthem Gone, is going to be the one that sells the most. Days Gone is going to sell off of PlayStation's name alone. Um, and yeah. I think it's going to review decently. I think that we'll get at least somewhere in the eights. I don't think it's going to hit the gold, though, the 8.6 or I'm so curious. at 7. I'm curious. I think it'll be low eights uh, minimum because the game obviously looks great. It's going to run great. It's we we yet, hope that. It's, I mean, yeah, but from what we've seen, there's no reason to think it wouldn't. Oh, did you, did you not watch the first Game Informer video? There's a lot of glitches in that video. Yeah, when you say well, first Game Informer video, do you mean the, the very, very, the first, very one? first one that was when the game after was still E3. super early? I could see that, but we've yeah. seen the game a lot of times since then. I, don't I know. Think I'm just. Have a lot I'm of hoping problems. it gets polished a little bit more, um, because I'm going to tell you right now, if I was to pick one of these to play, I think that if I'm going in for a story, Metro is going to be the better choice than Days Gone for sure. I think that's going to be the better gameplay. I think that's going to be better everything. Um, <laughs> Liam says I'm going to get Days Gone. The horde is a bunch of homeless Oregonians. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird word. Uh, but and they want your dudes free. They want your dudes tree fitty. Game Informer was pre-alpha. I know. Yeah, I do know that. I'm just saying. I hope it's a lot more polished um, when it comes out. I'm sure it will. But I mean, pre-alpha. That's early. I mean, it is very. So I think Days Gone uh, is the. I think it'll be the underdog in a great way. Like in terms of it'll do well, uh, even though it's. I technically, think that's Metro. Really? Yeah. Think of all the people who haven't played Metro at all or haven't heard the series. So they're going to get more. I I would beg to argue I, I would probably put real money on it like 100 bucks i would put 100 bucks on the fact that more people know who what metro is and the and the, the team behind metro than know who bend is and since days gone's a new game but you're not you no 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 that's cheating why don't you say it, the same amount knows who days gone is because you're well, comparing the sure, name sure, of a studio sure. to the but name what I'm of a game. At is that one you have a stu- one you have a series behind that people can recognize from a series name. You don't have that with Days Gone. So I'm people, just saying, if you were to ask somebody, do you know what the Metro series is, and do you know what Days Gone is, they're going to know more of Days Gone. Sure, sure. But here's the thing: if they, if they, I, I get that is fair. But the the general point of that is no, that no, the story is weird in the Metro games. So it's a good weird. It's like a oh yeah, paranormal, I love Metro. Yeah. Super good. I actually really love the way that Metro plays. It's I, I want to read the books. Very cool. Can you know they're all based off of book series? Absolutely. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, but either way, I don't know. Metro, I think is sales wise. Days, days Gone gonna... will sell more than Metro on PC, PS4, and Xbox One combined. I'm willing to take that bet with somebody. I'm willing to say that Metro will oh, sell. No, it will. It no, will. now I, I don't want to say that. Days Gone will sell on. I I, I will say oh. that Metroid will sell more on PC than Days Gone will. The, the Metro. He, so he's saying Days Gone will sell more. You're saying Metro is going to sell more? Yes. Okay. On PC alone, the okay. P, the PC on, on a side of thing, the PC gamers, Metro oh. is one of the go to series. Yeah, to play. No, absolutely. From it, from a from a uh, benchmark standpoint and a, a number of different things. For, yeah, and um, it's like Stalker. Stalker is one of those that console gamers don't know that well of. But because it never PC, made its way yeah. over, yeah. And it's, it's one of those things. But I bet you that it will sell more uh, because I have heard no hype for Days Gone outside of our community. It's a, it's a mixed bag, though. I really do. I've, I've seen hype for it, but Facebook, and you don't have Facebook. That's, that's one of those yeah, weird I don't things. I care to have Facebook. I know, I know. But I think you have to think about all the... All the people coming in. So I've seen real hype for Days Gone, but Days Gone does exist in a, in a point of most people don't know much about Bend and they have no reason to go off of them from name alone. That was the whole point of my comparison. But nobody's come. No, but what's the developer's name for Metro? Uh, 3A Games. Right. 
Who knows that? No, no, nobody, nobody knows that. And I'll say, but when, when you go, hey, have you seen that new Sony Ben game? And you go, Sony Ben, and he's like, oh, Dave's gone. That's all they have to go off of. I guarantee you, most people probably didn't play Uncharted Golden Abyss. Most people probably didn't say play Resistance Burning Skies. Most people probably didn't play Siphon Filter any kind of recently. They may go, oh, wait, Siphon, that PS1 game that I don't really remember? Bugsby? But, yeah, not Bugsby, uh, Busby 3D. Oh, is it, yeah, it's yeah. Busby. It is that, but... I will say though that like I think that that it's definitely not going to sell better than all of them combined. Like I think Metro will be up there um, with Days Gone in terms of sales. I, I'll probably put my foot in my mouth when I said better than PC on, than Days Gone on PS4. That just because that ain't going to happen. But yeah, more uh, combined. I don't think so. I think that Metro is going to sell a good share. Yeah, but my base- I think Anthem's going to outsell them all. That's what I was going to get. Anthem's yeah. going to have the most sales. Anthem, without a doubt, is going to outsell them all. Um, Next question up, we have Dan, who asked us a weird yet interesting question. He says, if you had limited funds, what is one PlayStation item you want in your collection? Game, console, or limited edition? I think, Brett, you have that thing, right? You have the 20th anniversary PS4. You have the now transparent PS4. Uh, 4. That's my answer would be the transparent PS4. I don't, but I don't, that's, that's just it, though. I don't care enough about collectibles or anything like that to care that much See, at this point, I could pretty much buy any of these that I wanted without having to worry about unlimited funds, or at least when they came out. Yeah, or you could have tried and, and probably well, got well, you, one. You, yeah. po- you posted, what was it, Twitter or Best Buy that had the link in Discord like two days ago that was in stock for GameStop, that? Yeah, yeah. but it GameStop. was also seven ninety nine because it was a bundle with an extra Ex- controller yeah. headset and, and PS Plus. But the figure. headset, though, is, is nice. dope. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. Um, but I will probably buy it again because... I don't know. Like, I don't really there. have an answer to this. I don't really care that much about collectible stuff that I, sits on like a shelf unless it's a game or series I love a, month, so it, a lot. Yeah. But the nothing's question, out of reach. The question for me comes from, uh, he says one PlayStation item. And the thing is, there's a lot of stuff that I never got around to getting that I would love to get. One of them, that this is just a t- uh, on the top of my head that I really thought was super cool when it came out, but we didn't get it. Excuse me. Japan got a Soul Sacrifice Vita that was really cool, the original Fat Vita. Uh that I would love to have uh, just to have sitting somewhere. Cause it's a really cool design on it. Uh, there's a number of those that I think would be cool to have sitting around. You know, my collectible nature, if I could have unlimited funds, like legit unlimited funds, it could get anything. I would love to have so much stuff. This is going to sound crazy. Did you ever see, and it's actually, I mean, I do love the game, even though you have a much higher love for uh, Kojima than I do. Did you ever see the like gunmetal gray, uh, uh, PS- five Pro. No, no, the it was uh, it was a PS3, and it was the Metagross Solid five, uh, Four, eighty gig PS3. What? Yeah. Oh, that's what I want though. The <laughs> Metagross Solid Five Collector's Edition with the hand, dude. Oh, the Collector's Edition. Yes, with the Bionic hand. Yeah, that's the Snake's cool. hand. Actually, uh, if you're talking about that, also the uh, that probably doesn't cost that, that much. Though. The the original PS4 was really cool. That's what I thought you were talking about at first. So but, what, what was yours? So that's going to be it. Nah, it's not going to be it. But there's a lot of stuff I'd like. I mean, realistically, if I didn't have the 20th anniversary, that would be it. Yeah. Uh, when I think about going back, there's cool stuff from the PS1 era I would have liked to have gotten and I think would be cool. Some people had these stuff. It's just weird because different things have different values, right? I think it'd be really cool to have the PlayStation 1 they have, uh, the and I, when I, PS1, the mini ones with the rounded corners that had a screen attached to it. Oh, yeah. Still have. My friend Chase had that. Cool idea. Yeah. And I don't have one, but it was just a cool idea. You could idea. probably make that a really cool Raspberry Pi project. 
probably and make and be able to make a station out of it alone yeah you probably slap a cool battery in there yeah <laughs> and actually make it like a portable system how crazy would that be uh, be really cool though that's a, it's an interesting question because i think that i've done really well to get the ones that mean the most to me which i think the 20th anniversary is the epitome of that it's a very pretty console and it's a very cool idea even though the 50 million the 500 million one's cool that they did 50,000 of it's still not as interesting and as craftsman wise, it's not as cool as the 20th anniversary. So that's why I'm going to go with that. I think that was a good, good question though. Uh, he had a secondary part about Cadbury eggs. We, we do not. No, we do not have, there's <laughs> nothing about eggs in there. Oh, Cadbury chocolate. Yeah. Oh, he says, uh, we do have Cadbury uh, chocolate in the U S and it's actually, if you guys like everyone, or is it, it's expensive here, isn't it? I mean, it's not, no, not, not really like a Hershey bar is like a dollar 30. Uh, a Cadbury bar is like $2 and 50 cents, but it's like, it's like the Carmelo bar. It's like in a very vibrant gold, shiny wrapping. It's really good. But we don't have something called Wispa. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know what that is either. So we, do not, we don't have that. Um, but, Dan, when you come on, you're going to have to talk to us and tell us what that is. And, and tell me uh, what chocolate to get. Yeah, s- send us some, actually. Uh, <laughs> Richard Rivera says, uh, yet again, probably for the third time asking, I'm curious to know what was the weirdest thing you guys saw live on PlayStation when people used to, used to live stream themselves. He's talking about the very early rendition of the Playroom thing. I never used that, so I cannot answer your question, sir. I'm sorry. I didn't do that either. It's funny. He was really curious about that answer. And I, I, kept trying I, think, to I think he's asked it. it twice now. Yeah, it's twice he asked it. Where are you at? Where are you at, Richard? You ain't in this live stream. I'm, I'm sad. I am sad. Um, it's, our, our boy. I didn't. I know that a lot of people saw weird stuff on that. That's just not what my, what my bag is. I would not have wasted time I could have spent gaming going through and watching the PlayStation Live stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So not it, for me, but I'm sure someone has a great answer. So I'm going to ask you, Richard. Did you do this? Because I assume you asked out of the curiosity. I think he was the it? one streaming. <laughs> I think he was the one. He's doing, the one that did the weird thing. He's the one doing the weird thing. He, he wants to know. We saw it. Yeah, he wants to know. We saw. Liam says, "Hey, boy." <laughs> He says, when will Podcast Cat have her own PSN so he can all play video? Uh, she does, actually. It's just a very hidden PSN. Um, we actually may be doing a live stream on Monday, uh, fingers crossed for internet, uh, of Dead Death Gambit. Not Dead Cells, Death sure, Gambit. We'll do something fun. And uh, Mikey12 says, do you think we can expect a PS1 classic like the NA- NES SNES? It's my favorite console and one I would like to revisit the most, especially the classic JRPGs of the generation. What games do you think would have been included if Sony did a classic? We've briefly. I, want a quick, I think someone else asked this recently too. Now we've gotten asked it a while back, like last year. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely said Legend of Dragoon in seven and six. Okay, Final so Fantasy seven and I six. I guess the first part of the question is, do we think we'll get one? No, we won't. Uh, the fact that after the NES, the SNES came too. I think that it's getting more likely, and, and PlayStation have talked about th- that they may do it. That there's been conversations going on. I don't think we will. Uh, the fact that Sony's at least acknowledged it makes it somewhat. Likely still low. I, I agree with you on that. I think the reason is is that since they didn't have a, a really firm footing uh, in being a first-party developer yet, uh, they would have to really rely on a lot of third parties to come in clutch for them, uh, which is something Nintendo didn't absolutely have to do. They were able to get a lot of stuff that was just first-party for them and then a couple of the third-party ones that were very important. Now, if we were going to get a PlayStation 1 Mini, I would imagine that some of the go-to games have to be at least one of the Crash Bandicoot games, at least one of the Spyro games. Those are, Soul those are staples. Uh, staples. I think that a, one of the big fighting games, so Soul Reaver would be a good one. Uh, Tekken 1 I mean, it's, it's Soul Reaver I'm talking about uh, Soul Calibur uh, which I can't remember was Soul Calibur PS1 or did that actually start on uh, Dreamcast 
That started on. I'm 99 percent sure that started on Dreamcast. I think other you're than right. the, the non arcade variation. Yeah, I think least. you're right. Dead or Alive started on Dreamcast too. So a fighting game. I'm I'm not sure what the fighting did game did it. Was I thought I thought Dead or Alive started on Xbox One. Or, well, no, I had Dead or Alive two on on Dreamcast. I think I still do. Okay. Uh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, you're because I'm thinking of Dead or Alive four. Yeah. Um, they but, added like a female spart in that I'm game. Think of, I'm trying to think of like, a really cool fighting game from the PS one era that would be. Like, I guess Mortal Kombat could be on there, but I'm trying to think of something. Tekken like, one, wasn't it? Tekken Tekken two. Boy, Tekken two would be the game. How did that skip my mind? Tekken two was great back in the day too. I don't like Tekken games. It's actually, so much. still fun. I have it on my PS three. I was more of a uh, Mortal Kombat um, and or yeah, no, Mortal Kombat's great. But Mortal Kombat also got better footing late in its life for me personally. I thought that they got better combo handling and stuff uh, when they came around. Like Mortal Kombat Nine was great. I was gonna say, wait, wait, when though? I mean, PS3 late, late PS3. Mortal Kombat Nine was the first time that a Mortal Kombat game really stuck. For Mortal me. Kombat Nine was good. Deception was I... okay. Annihilation was okay. No. Like they, weren't, they weren't good games, but they were fun to play for a few hours if you rented them. You know what I mean? Joker was in Annihilation, right? And it was really cool to play with. What? Joker. Joker was in one of the. No, that was in. That was oh, that in was Batman in yeah. versus. I mean, that was a. That was DC Comics versus Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat versus DC. That was fun because he had like his fatality was a. That's gun. actually a really interesting thing. Hakuta says taking these nuts. Um, Got him. Oh, he said Des nuts. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm trying to think of other good games because I think that uh, Siphon Filter would, might be interesting, but kind of I don't know if it'd play great. I think Metal Gear Solid One would be a great answer for that. Uh, and pretty synonymous oh, yeah. with PlayStation Well, 1. no, probably not. After you play Twin Snakes, you kind of get spoiled on Twin Snakes. Twin Snakes is is the better of the two, realistically, but I think if we're going, people would still enjoy one, and one was still pretty synonymous with PlayStation at the time, so I think it would oh, go. Certainly. Uh, Symphony yeah. of the Night should be on there. Absolutely. Uh, most definitely. Um, I think Legend of Dragoon would be really cool. Final Fantasy be a Tactics. To appe- appease a couple of people. Final Fantasy Tactics would be great. If, Final if, Fantasy VII would probably wind up there in some way. Yeah. Uh, since and six. six Square better be seems there. pretty uh, keen on working with Sony in regards to Final Fantasy VII stuff. Um, you know, it, it, you have to think about, there's people who want multiple of the same game on there. That's probably not going to happen in a lot of cases. Uh, I think Wipeout should be on there in the racing sense. Gran multiple Turismo, of the same game. Uh, multiple of the same series. Okay. So, like, you wouldn't have Crash 1, 2, and 3. You'd right, you wouldn't have Final Fantasy That's 6 what I would 7 say. and 8. Um, so, it'd probably be down to that. Um, I, will, I, I do too, Josh. Legacy Collection was. I do too. Didn't they? So, Legacy Collection was on PS3, right? Where it you was. It was on Xbox One. Three? Or it was Xbox 360 as well. Uh, and no, Vita. it wasn't because Legacy Collection included that. You're talking about the HD collection, but that was only two and three. That did not include one. The Legacy Collection was exclusive to the PS3 because it included Metal Gear Solid 4, which has never been released on anything but PS3. Are you sure? Absolutely. I, because I am 99% sure I played one on uh, Xbox 360. Not that I'm aware of. Tell me if I'm wrong, Josh Shoop. You will probably know. You seem like you're a pretty big Metal Gear fan. <laughs> That's the Metal Gear Solid Collection. That only has two, three, and Peace Walker. Right. Uh, and it had the uh, old games that were the Metal Gear games, not Metal Gear Solid. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, never mind. But Metal Gear Solid 1, one yeah. the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection included one, two, three, four, Birth by, and Birth by Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, Peace you don't Walker. you don't really see the PS3 demo station behind us. It's it's actually, um, uh, out of shot in the normal shot for the yeah. Podcast. It is normally out of shot, so that's a PS3 demo station, and uh, it's all back and working. I could turn it on, the light would come on. Uh, it would be kind of cool um, to get like it fully set up back there. Have like a have like a actual black screen, screen, screen with like I yeah, doing our logo. I could do it. I have a PS3 that I could slap in there. But um, let's see. Okay, back to Richard Rivera. He says, "So, what are your favorite?" 
uh, PS4 memories, sticking on the train here, you, you run out of questions, my boy. Uh, <laughs> until PS5 comes out, at least. Better go solid birth by sleep. That'd be a great game. That would be a great game. <laughs> a crossover where Metal Solid is one of the worlds they go to. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh, since we have Excite Bike here with us, I'm going to answer this question next. I don't know how long I'll be able to have it, but we're for now, well, we're going to Mr. Richard done. Yeah, I was going to say, know, don't know. cut off of the Richard question. So he said favorite right? PS4 memories, right? Yeah, I, I'm weird because like, I've talked about Dark Souls 2 and the fact that like I, I like Dark Souls 2 so much because it was comforting when I had my wisdom teeth cut out. But um, PS4 memories is weird because it's similar. We're going to ignore Bloodborne because, obviously, that's answer number one. <laughs> well, then says, favorite places to four memories? Thinking that Watch Dogs would meet my expectations. I'm not going to lie. Watch Dogs are real fun. I disagree. But it was only fun. So incredible. I know he loves it. I did, I, dude, I tried with Watch Dogs. It, I really tried. It was fun because... There was uh, a lot of gameplay decisions that just, to me, I was like, this isn't... From, it, even from a movement perspective, the multiplayer, it felt bad. The multiplayer and the fact that like I had the Nexus 7 tablet yeah. and... Um, I downloaded the app and like Seth was trying to get away from cops and I was literally hacking stuff around him on the tablet to no, yeah. it was cool, cool super idea. fun. Cool idea. I'll give it that. But the game played so roughly and felt so weighty in weird ways. And right. I didn't like that you had to press buttons to climb. Uh, it's, it was a big problem I had with Assassin's Creed before they added free jump in. Um, it's just a, one of those things. I don't think I could ever even go back and play it because it just doesn't play the way I want third person games to play. But it was fun hide and seek and that's that's very similar to Dark Souls where you get invaded by somebody and have to go find them um, I love in Dark Souls when have you seen the video where the people you may have been the one who showed me it Iron Pineapple I already know what you're going to say they Iron the, Pineapple yeah that's the name of the people oh no the people who were rolling around no that Iron, was that was hilarious but have you seen the one where it was somebody invading him and what he did is he went through uh, he farmed this one enemy that was in a spot and got all the armor, changed his armor. Oh yeah, just sat there and just sat there yeah. in the spot that I'm, we're supposed to be. And people just ran by him. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was Iron Pineapple because there is a ring that you can do to hide your on, like your uh, yeah, which is hilarious. The guy kept running around, and then he eventually started like one of them left, and then one of them just stood there and like he snuck up behind him and killed him. Yeah, I'm like this is so. Great. That's either that's either Iron Pineapple or Yumfa. Um, but. All of all of World Ends are like disappointing. Another favorite PS4 memory. See, thinking that Luna will be a my, big part of Final weird. Fantasy 15. Mine's weird because like it kind of goes back to that comforting thing in a weird way of uh, the year Arc of Night came out. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, Arc of Night. Oh, I was super hyped for that. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what year that was. 2015. 14. 15. Right. Okay. Uh, I had like a really World End will let us know for sure if we're wrong. I had like this really good knack of like taking vacations when it's about to snow for my first vacation of the year. Happened this last year and it happened uh, that year too, where I took a vacation and then it just started snowing real bad and it's like I didn't have to go anywhere, get out or anything like that. Yeah. So I remember I like I went to the place uh, I currently work to grab me some food to kind of just throw in my apartment and kind of just chill for a couple of days, but I got really sick and like I got like like a really really bad cold where my body was aching, my voice was gone, everything. But I played Arkham Knight. I played Arkham Knight all day, like. On, like I was sitting there on NyQuil, like just having fever dreams with, of Arkham Knight. It was crazy. <laughs> Which um, is even more weird with the way Arkham Knight's story works. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, That's actually pretty interesting. Favorite but, PS4 memories for me. I'm going to shoot one in real quick if you don't mind, good sir. Yeah. Like, it's interesting that that's one of yours. So like having weird trips. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even trips. It was just like I was laying down going to sleep and I dream of Arkham Knight. And I think it was because of the NyQuil. Probably. Um Big one for me, uh, a lot of them came before Kyrie was born because I guess the freedom I had at the time. Uh, the Witcher 3, I was playing literally and beat 
while she and, and actually this is like something i'm thankful for this is one of the great things that gaming can do for you uh when Kyrie was born you know she was up in nicu and we couldn't go see her all the time we had to go see her during visitation hours because she had to be yes it is josh box. yeah no, I, um, I came there one time it was funny because that day i came and visited you david you remember him yeah he came and visited us and i, I checked in and they're like wait there's another guy from blank place of appointment i'm not gonna say live on stream yeah and i was like yeah and like we were both wearing our work uniform shirts or whatever i'm like we could have just like went together. At this and you point, went up there. Kyrie grabbed your finger. That was actually it pretty. Really, it was like, like, really, like really the hard grasp. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna break this the baby. baby strength. Uh, anyway, yeah. So when that was going on, and we were having to, we ended up having they let us stay at the hospital a few days, and then they finally were like, you got to go, even though she's got to stay. So we came home, and I was already close to the end of Witcher. So what I did to kind of keep my mind off of things is just super dive into the Witcher in the hours between when we could go for visitation, because um, it was very stressful, and that helped me a lot. Like be able to get through it, and it really seared those last moments of that game in my memory, uh, which is great because I really love that game for that. And I also love the game before that. So Witcher 3 has got a lot of strong memories for me and the hype that came behind going into it, not knowing what I, what to expect and then loving every second of what I did. Um, another big one is the, and people are going to jump on me or jump on the fact that, oh, it's short enough for you to do this. No, I wasn't short. Uh, the day, and this was again before Kyrie was born, the day that the Order 1886 came out, I got off of work, went and picked up both my collector's editions, gave the copy of the second game to somebody uh, that I worked with. I sold it to him for 50 bucks, came home, put it in, did not do anything else, didn't even eat until it was like, so I think it was five 5.30 to like three or four in that morning, maybe even a little bit longer, something like that. Cause it was almost, it was like 10 or 11 hours. It was very long. And I just played it in one night and it'd been so long since I'd been able to do that with a game. Cause I'd done that with uncharted three. Uh, I just literally got it, went home, played it until I, until I beat it and then went to sleep. It was very fun to do that. Those are really fun things. Um, oh, look, Sarah says, Oh God though, that feeling you get when you think Siri is dead would not do well. If I was in between home and Nicky, that's a good point, actually. Is that, but, is that the early game? Thankfully, no. Thankfully, it was. Eh, I, that's one of those things where I'm glad the ending happened the way it did. You'd never have beaten it, so I'm not going to talk to you about it. I, I think, don't want to go I think too far. There's already been a portion of it spoiled just now, Sarah. Thank you. Well, actually, I mean, some that's, of it depends on the way you play the game. Uh, I guess that's, that's true. actually one of those weird things that game has that ability. This next question, Dan. Uh, I kind of want that to be the next topic of our show because that's actually a, a very, very uh, popular point of conversation right now with uh, current gen and cyberpunk and next. You know gen. what, Dan? Fine, we're gonna skip over you only because we we're want gonna you make. To be yeah, we want you to be the next, the next topic one. of so our we'll, next we'll show because we'll I have a lot. It'll be to, a little less topical, but whatever. Doesn't I have matter. a lot to say about this, and I really want to talk about it at, at, at a good length. I think because, when we don't have to break out between. Yeah, or don't feel like I, and feel like we need to rush through a question. Um, but our last question before we announce the winner of this hold on, giveaway. Hold on. I'm going to go to. We have a couple on Facebook that we haven't gotten oh to yet. Oh my God, I'm going to go bad. It's fine. Look, Excite Bike in here. Good, sir. I hope you're still oh, with yeah. us. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, that's what we're going to say. Anyway, what's up, fellas? Simple question for you guys. And this is a great question. That's why I really want to get to it anyway. Uh, how has being Triangle Squared changed the way that you game? And how has it changed your relationship with each other? I used to have a YouTube channel with a great friend called Alabama Gamers. That's why you guys know me as that. Yeah. It's now dead because it took too much time to make, produce, and edit videos that 
we had very little time left over to just game ourselves or go hang out together like we used to. It almost became a chore on some days to produce weekly content, and we didn't even have a Discord to moderate. Do you have? Do you no longer have the time to grind out the more comprehensive platinums? Looking at you, Saul, do you feel pressured to stay current on video games instead of allowing yourself to fall deep into three month pit of Skyrim equivalent? Um, nah. Has your relationship become more business like? Any other changes? I've always enjoyed the podcast. Have been around since episode two aired keep up the great work fellas thank you so much for sticking with us for yeah, first, such a yeah, long time actually yeah that's, that's jeremy you're a cool time. guy and um, uh i hope i hope your uh, profession's treating you well i know it's a hard profession to be in uh yeah. without saying too much but i do i will say though it has our relationship has become more business-like in our way of, of only hanging out to record than leaving like tonight and to an extent that comes down to schedule right like yeah i was gonna say schedule. like tonight as you guys know if you're watching the stream it's it's 12 15 a.m right now and um I will say though that now that I have a new position at work, uh, somewhat I haven't really gotten it yet, but like this new position at work allows me to be able to like get off early more. And lately, we've been hanging out more. Yeah, and it's we not, have. It's not so much of like showing up, recording, going. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, it's not the show's fault that we. I mean, it's don't just the schedule. It, it's more his schedule. If you, we could, uh, we could. If your schedule was perfect and you were working the same schedule, it'd be more. It'd yeah. be way well, different. you remember back when I worked at the other location uh, prior, we actually did hang out more because I actually worked a lot more morning shifts. Instead. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, but lately, it's become a lot of evening shifts. But now, uh, it's actually it's one of those things too that's um, it's actually better. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and it's been a real big learning experience, especially. Like, I do, I am really thankful for it because uh, I feel like I'm getting competent with um, graphic design, and I was never knew nothing about that before. And I'm getting, uh, I reinvigorated myself on video editing for Saw Plays, which I once knew a long time ago, but now I know pretty much well, uh, at least for Sony Vegas. But yeah, like, other than that, it's been a real fun run. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I'd say that it makes our relationship more business-like, but in the same sense of it making it more business-like, I'm a very honest person anyway, and I like to just say the way I feel and, instead of keeping too terribly much of it. Uh, and I think that some friendships are almost on the thing where you can't say something without risk of hurting someone's feelings, whereas I've gotten to the point where the show has forced us to sometimes be more honest than I think we otherwise might be with each other. Cause it's like, oh, or, you know, when I say the show, I guess Triangle Squared is a whole, right? Because it's more than just a show. It's the community. It's us talking on Twitter. It's us putting out these custom cases that we're doing. Uh, and I think it's gotten a, I think it's been good for us. It's been good for Saul to an extent. I think, I, I think I'm going to speak for you for a second, Saul. I said this the other day, but I don't think you were really very social online in the general sense until Triangle Squared. I think it was actually kind of pushed you into a more social state than you had ever been. It's actually just because I don't like it. I'm very, I'm very introverted of a person. I know you don't, but and, and I'm not saying that like, and and I know that there's even people who follow us on Twitter will know for the most part I'm more active on Twitter than Saul is. That's also because of the way. Well, to an extent, yeah. Like, I, I'm one of those people that uh, like if I do something in a game or something like that, it, it's I, I applaud the people who like want to share that kind of kind of stuff. I don't really want to share that kind of stuff though for some reason. Go away, fly. But. Uh, I'm just I, I I I just don't I don't use social media, so that's, and I don't even do it as much that way either. Yeah, so I can see that. But so it's one of those things of like I'm always active on Twitter in terms of like browsing. Like I I almost and if somebody asks us something or something like that, I will respond. 
I just don't use it in the traditional sense of like where people are tweeting their food out or the current video game they're playing, yeah, uh, their thoughts on it or whatever. I kind of save all that stuff for here. Sure, and just I think so it's, I do I that get, too. I, I try and make sure that we have good conversation on here. But yeah. I still say like the Discord, I still consider it to be a social element, and you are on Discord. Oh, I, I use Discord. Well, like that's the reason I thought of that as an idea for Triangle Squared because I've used it beforehand. Sure. Like I still, I still, I used it for Destiny. I used it for um, uh, Podcast Fly. I want to know what the buzz is. It's the uh, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting like a little sleepy, but it's like the delusional sleepy. Yeah. Like where everything's funny. Everything's me. funny. Yeah. Um, but, a bad joke, Liam. I'm kidding. It's actually a good joke. But yeah, like that's that's just kind of one of those things. Like it's been real fun. I actually told Brett the weekend before we started this, like if a year ran, we're not getting more than like 50 views on YouTube or whatever. I don't think it's worth it. And we're still not getting 50 views on YouTube, but it's been worth it. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I actually do remember that. But then again, I didn't know how podcast services would work. Yeah. And so, that we do well on that. Even though, I mean, don't wrong. Dude, I, I, ca- better, I calculated but. that the other day. You know, we all, we have almost a cumulative of 20,000 listens across all podcast services. I mean, across not all. That's the exact opposite. I only SoundHound, SoundCloud. SoundCloud I, I hate know. myself. I know. So we're looking at probably around fifty thousand accumulative like views and listens over our career here, which is is amazing to think about because you think of like Jack Septicai or whatever uploads a video in an hour, he has that many. But like for us to have fifty thousand people have listened to us, or, or yeah, people have listened to us fifty thousand times, right? But still, that's I, a I lot. The point no, it, and it, it's it. It's weird because I, I guess I, it makes it, it frames being successful in a different way. I feel successful. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you were to tell a family member, like, yeah, we got a podcast. Oh, you only got like 20 views on YouTube. Yeah. But we have 50,000 listens over the course of the past year and and a half. And I, and I take it on a smaller than that. That's its own thing. Right. It's like, yeah, maybe we only have 20 views on YouTube. YouTube's a different beast. It's hard to get into. Yeah. But more, what I'd say is, well, well, maybe, but when that episode airs, we've got 20 to 30 people in a discord that are all talking to us. Well, yeah, that's the other aspect. That's the side that I like having most, like, you know, I feel be- successful because I feel like we've created something that's bigger than just us. We've created this discord and these people in this community that we've been able to go to or that they can, they can survive without us. We don't yeah. even gotta be there. And well, that's, that's not even that though. It's like yeah, the, cool. the accomplishment of gaining like 50 friends too. Um, over yeah. the course of this too, which has been, what is, what has made it worth it? Um, is there any more on Facebook? Yeah, there's a couple more. I'll get them out real quick. Uh, there's actually one more because Enrique's was just making sure that we got to his uh, tales of question. I forgot his. Uh, I forgot what his real name is. Yeah, that makes me smile. Uh, Josh Shoop says, "Have you guys ever thought about having guests call in for the show? Some people yeah. have the tech and know how to record their end of a combo and can send it in easily." Yes, we've actually been discussing that a lot. I don't know that I'd want it to be on main episodes unless we got somebody who was just undeniably cool, which I, I don't know, know I, if it's going to happen. I know y'all call him Kiki, sir. I just love his real name. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I call him Kiki, too. It's like not a lot I of people... I he loved me, but a lot of he people, said he did, actually, so it made my day. So a lot of people don't know my real name, so... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, everybody thinks it's Saul. It is not. Like, that's my middle name, but it's that's not the full middle name. <laughs> my name has a lot more to it than y'all think. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah... I, we thought about it, and I think we are going Dan to start up a series like I said, creator, of bonus episodes that we do. Uh, or ex-co-host, I should say. Not He is the creator, but he is the ex-co-host. I don't want to say ex-creator. Yeah, co-creator, ex-co-host yeah. of Square. So I, I want to bring him on just because I think he's a nice guy. He's really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Very and genuine. I, 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 I really do think it'd be interesting to have someone where I could really bounce a lot of ideas about the way that things differ between Britain and here, like we've talked about. Um but I would love that. I think it'd be really cool to have different people on. And I actually want to even extend that as crazy as it sounds because it's so fun. I would like to have a bonus episode where it's just Josh. Uh, yeah. 
have Josh on one time, have if Liam would want to on an episode. Uh, Josh would be really interesting because he does a podcast, so it's great that he even asked that. It'd be cool to have no, him No, no, no. He does not do a podcast. He does multiple, multiple podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, I think that there's the side Chauncey. of it. My name is not Chauncey, if that's what you're talking about. I'll just tell y'all, because I don't care. It's it's Michael. That's my first name. And it's <laughs> Solomon is my middle name. So Michael Solomon. Anyway. Saw for short. Uh, it is now. So I'm Chauncey now. I'm Chauncey. Chauncey. That's not Chauncey. That's Chauncey. It's Chauncey. Um, Chauncey. So, yeah, I think that there's a couple we would have on. And then I want to even extend that to weird episodes where when like uh, Corey comes down for a weekend or something, I want to just do a bonus episode where I, if we can get another mic or something, which probably won't be able to happen because these are expensive. No, dude. Phones. Yeah, like that's the one thing is like getting Sean or Mike on is like Mike, Sean or Corey on. It's one of those things of like having to get a whole new uh, phantom power supply, a whole new microphone and an XLR cable. Now, is Charlie what? Oh, Charlie's what they named Atreus. <laughs> I forgot about that. What? Who named? Who named? <laughs> so, some video game publisher said his son Charlie, and they rolled with it and made a joke out of it. I'm fairly positive. What? Tell me if I'm right. World in. Uh, that was actually pretty funny. But yeah, like it would be really fun to do that. For I think sure. it would be too, and that's why I think it'd be cool if we could get actual like indie devs and stuff on. If we can get them to call in, I think that'd be cool. Not oh, that dude, would happen, yeah, like, but it may. Like, uh, and then we get other people on again. I just like hearing different people's point of views. And you know, what would be a really cool Patreon thing: having one bonus episode a month at a certain tier where y'all can just call in and we have a bonus episode dedicated to you asking us anything you want and us back and forthing be it debating or agreeing or whatever. I think that may we, be something we could pull off. I don't know if you even have the slightest like, interest in I'm not supporting put, us on Patreon and that's something that would, yeah. that would make you. I think it'd be cool to do. I'd be down to do I'm it. not going to charge people to talk to us on like, line though or whatever because that's well, kind of what that is. And until we are famous enough that they can actually promote something if we ever get that famous. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I guess it would things. just be interesting because I mean, it's, it's us going out of our way doing extra and, and it's a cool way no, to get back true. to them. No, no know, Liam, I, it's Solomon Grundy. Maybe his name is Solitude. Born on a Monday. So um, I guess our last question is going to be from Josh Ayers. So he wants to Ayers. know. No, it is not. He's told me this over and over again. It is Where Ayers. It is Ayers because of his accent. It is that in American accent it is Ayers. It doesn't matter. Roll with it. Like I'm gonna go. Let's let's see. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna go to Google and pronounce it. Block my location. <laughs> Google you creepy. Google you. But anyways, he uh, he says, "What do you think about the uh, the odd false advertising with Xbox with Games Pass, Metro Exodus, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider?" Exodus. So Exodia. It it is Exodus. Exodus. Oh yeah, I don't know why I get that pronunciation whacked out sometimes. Um, you know, my favorite book of the Bible is I will Exodus. Go ahead. Say, isn't that what it's called? It's Exodus. Exodus. That's right. Ha. <laughs> it's like uh, hyperbole. That's the one thing that no matter what, I, I I very well know it is not hyperbole. I mean, hyperbole, it is hyperbole, but I call it hyperbole. I don't know why. It's like Bologna. I don't call it Bologna. I never have. Shadow of the Poop Raider. I've heard, I've heard people <laughs> okay. call it Bologna. Um, I don't think it's really false advertisement. I think it's that gray marketing area where, uh, yeah, they had the Games Pass thing there, and they had the images up above them uh, and below them in some shots, I think. But I don't think that it's – I think it's more so of like – gray area they weren't advertising it for game pass specifically so it would have been false yeah, i didn't look into this yeah so i want to be sure of that but blake is the one who mentioned it and i will look into it after this out of curiosity um but what that is <laughs> oh lord um he mentioned that apparently it was some kind of a perspective <laughs> thing 
Well, yeah, uh, it was like to where the way the picture was taken, they were actually in different areas, but because they were taken away, it looked like it was under. I don't know if that's true, but they needed to be really careful and they needed to try and silence that harder than they did. Well, and that is the case because it's really, you know, we talked about false advertising earlier, right? With Spider-Man and people calling the downgrades are showing it one way and then showing it downgraded being, um, being false advertising. But this is a real clear-cut case if this was it. If they really did show Metro Exodus and Shadow of the Tomb Raider underneath the Games Pass thing, the problem with that is that you'd have to be really strong to make sure that you implied that these are not coming day one. And I think it'd be really bad. Well, it's not like this. Yeah, so that's what I saw too. Yeah. That, and that Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, or is that Metro and Shadow? That's that's just two Tomb Raiders. Okay, that's what I thought. And I, I could get that it's saying that, well, you could play Shadow. Oh, no, that is Metro. Okay, I, I, so, I, I don't guess like, I've ever seen the box art for that yet. Yes, no, okay. Well, that's, that's not it. Notice there's like an arm coming up right there. Actually, what am I doing? No, that's that's Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's what I thought, there. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, because so anyway, that looks like her with a torch yeah, in her it hand. Yeah, it is. But my, my point being is that yeah, you do need to be careful about showing stuff like that, because that truly is false advertising. Having it's something not, that though. shows a clear picture of, of Xbox. It's not, though. Like, that's the thing. You there's are a, right there's in the sense of so many, it's not clear. Yeah, it's not ethical by any means. But it's incredibly easy to misconstrue that. Frozen video again. I think Liam's messing with us because we're showing all greens. It's not frozen for me, poet. Yeah, there you go. love you, boy. Um, no, it's it's unethical for sure. It's but it's not illegal. It's not false advertising. Oh no, no, I'm not saying illegal false advertising because that is a different game. Because uh, technically, kills on Shadowfall like, got into a technically class though. Act thing the only because... real definition of false advertisement is illegal advertisement. True. I, can... I mean. I, well, but that's when you're adding a legality to it. I mean, I could, you could still consider it false advertisement if you feel well, like what I was they're showing if, is... If this is situated with a legal case, then somebody could, in, in practice, sue Microsoft for false advertisement, which is not what this is. Yeah, going into the legal, yeah. the legal realm yeah. of it. I'll give you that. That's, that's it, a good point. That's not what this is. This, this is a very, very common form of marketing in which they are lumping together items with fine text that will say otherwise. And, and, um, and it, But they do so on the hope that somebody's going to see it. And, and get games passed. Quick quick go oh crap that's trying i'm gonna go on games pass right now right right or see it and then go oh, wait that came out games pass and then be disappointed and you know don't be wrong games pass is a great value and there's a lot of cool stuff on it getting it's fine and see this was but, another thing here that people were mad at like notice that this is a separate screen down here mm-hmm. and this is a separate panel here that box that is a perspective you were talking about yeah in that, which, that's what blake was talking about right. so you see the games pass lo- uh, logo thing they had the two pictures below it which are the tomb raiders and then behind it who knows what actual distance but there was a mention of the division and it said daybreak studios right so daybreak is the people who did state of decay right Right. Is that how that goes? So by that, you would say, okay, State of Decay maybe is joining it, and so is the Division 2. And that's a perspective thing. That's something that couldn't help. But this, the other thing where they're showing uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, if that's not going to be a day one game, you need to be very You're not, Josh. about showing that stuff. So I consider most advertising in video games to be false. That's actually a very like interesting concept there because that could be taken a couple of – Winner's podcast file. That can be taken a couple different ways because technically, stuff you see that is considered either pre-alpha or rendered cutscenes is stuff that you don't actually get in the game, which is such like downgrades and uh, stuff. Yeah, and sometimes they actually do cut out stuff or change it to where because like you could say the fact that God of War showed a different uh, pathway to how they got to the beginning demo that they showed during E3 2016. Um, you remember e- that? Yeah, and e- and World said E3 is false advertising as a whole, which 
I'm not going to agree to as a whole, but there is a lot in there. And that's where that word comes into play, though, is that it's not really false advertising. It's that gray, It's a gray area of the law, and it is fine prints everywhere. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things as well. It's one of those things that's like you'll see it in, like, sales papers for stores or something that um, – you can buy this item for $999, but you only qualify if you get this, 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 and this, but it's all in fine print. So if somebody takes up that item and says, you know, why are you, uh, like, why is this not ringing up the right price? And it's because here's the fine print. And then they're going to say, that's illegal. That's false advertising. It's not because there's the fine print. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing about that image is where's deep down. Yeah. That's a good question. Where is deep down Capcom? Um, but that's a good like comparison is that sure. Those games appeared around that image, but never once did they say this is coming to games pass. They were showing those games off. So they put, put images up and like us and like what Brett saw is that there is a weird perspective on that one image, which very well could have been used as a marketing pool. a lot of people don't know about marketing is that everything you see in a store in every single lo- location is predetermined to be there for a reason. Everything you go to, you see in a store, every every location of any item is there because it is literally a program using numbers to determine that that is the perfect spot to buy the item. Product placement. Uh, Basically what it is. It's mass product well, placement over and over again. No, not really. It's it's more of... You, 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 are, you are right. I, I, I will give you this. Um, it has nothing to do with product well, in the in the traditional sense of product placement, yes, yes, it has right. to do with the the literal product placement. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's, like certain cereals it's not are shorter, like in a in a TV show. Right, it's, it's yeah certain cereals that are at the bottom shelf because they know they sell the, the ones on top shelf better. Yeah, or more kids cereals on the bottom shelf because they know kids that are going to be looking for are cereals shorter, are shorter. They see them first. Yeah. yeah, so like that that's one of those things that it's, it's it's literally a marketing thing. It's it's they did that on purpose to generate hype, but it's not really false if that makes sense um but there's enough rambling for me we're gonna get i will say it's unethical like they shouldn't do that if that's not what they want to do i think it's a mixed bag i think they probably should have been clearer and come out but you're right it 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 really is marketing and they're in the clear legally because they had something somewhere that says the intent to add it one day or we're showing it because right now you can play Rise of the Tomb Raider, which will prepare you to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider, even right. though Shadow's not going to be on the surface. There's a number of ways to go about doing it for them, and they probably covered their butt, but it's one of those things where, yeah, it's whatever. It's fine they did it. People do different things different ways, so it's not a huge deal. We're going to very quickly announce the winner of our Spider-Man <laughs> and, and in the show before we have to edit in. This is going to be the most Frankenstein episode with jump cuts ever. Uh, our winner is Mr. Jeff Danielson, and we will be reaching out to him. He's followed us for a little bit on uh, the Twitter, but he got all of his actions verified. He is the 205th entrant of 1,241 entries. Uh, anyway, with that being said, I guess, even though this has been a long, weird episode, it's going to have a ton of jump it's cuts. It's very unstructured. This is super unstructured, super fun, but you know what? This episode is not for people to click on necessarily and start following us because this is so fun. This is for the people who wanted to come in here and chill, uh, hang out with us, chill with us, and people who watch us every week. So to you guys, we appreciate you very, very much. And like we said, y'all make the show fun to do. Uh, definitely the people who reach out and contact us on Twitter or Discord or Facebook and hang out with us. I mean, absolutely, it makes doing this show weekly incredibly fun. I'm always curious what you guys are going to say first and foremost. I'm always curious what anybody's going to say. Anybody wants to reach out and give us their, their take on something I would love to hear. Uh, I like having conversations with people. I've had a couple, actually, recently. We got a, re- we got a new follower recently because um, – he is a longtime Xbox fan and wasn't a huge fan of the way that the uh, Xbox All Access ended up rolling out. He actually said that it was 
not as good of a program as it should have been for the people that it would have been most useful for. So I get that. Uh, and it's really cool. I love having those kind of things. It's all super done. He's like laptop up, pin out. But look, we are just glad to have all you guys come by and join us. Even if it's what, 10, 12, whatever the people have been throughout yeah. this thing. That's Thank actually better. That if, if if we ever do get like super famous in five years or whatever, whatever it may be, I would actually miss the moments in which it's more close and intimate with these ten to twelve oh, people absolutely. that we know and care about. Then absolutely a hundred thousand. That's because it's manageable. You know what? What was funny about that is if we ever actually got anywhere with this, the people we'd have the best relationships with are these people. You know what I mean? They'll be all the mods helping us because <laughs> like. Uh, if you go to a popular Twitch streamer's chat, it's just the chat's flying by. There's no way they're reading. It's insanity. Half of yeah, that. you can't. I yeah, mean, it's just it's impossible. But you know, thankfully we don't have that problem. So, <sighs> sorry, couldn't chat much. Had guests over. Hey, oh dude, no, Nick, man, it's You're cool, good. You, you came in. You showed that you were here for us, and that's what matters. And uh, in lethal migraine. Of, hey, in, man, don't in, know who you are, but what's up? Oh yeah, uh, thanks he, for joining he us. Did, yeah, he's been chatting for a good uh, couple minutes in there. Oh, I haven't seen that. But uh, see, I can't say anything involving Larry or Herb. Isn't that the dude from Xbox? A name uh, sounds incredibly familiar. Oh, crap. Xbox needs someone else. So, yeah, he's at Xbox. Yeah. So, yeah. apparently, you need some pancakes and fun and turn that frown upside down. That's what Mr. Liam said since you can no longer see the comments. But yeah. with all that being said, this has been episode 75. We will cut and edit the hell out of it so it'll so. be cohesive for YouTube and for listening. Uh, but for everybody who's here today and suffered through all the weird dropouts, we thank you. Uh, thanks for always joining us. And uh, we will be hug. streaming Monday again. I don't have a time exactly. We're going to try to stream Monday again. Actually, that's a good point. If it keeps doing this, I'm going to update OBS restart my computer do a bunch of stuff hopefully we can get this under control there's a, there's a thing you can do in Death's Gambit where you take Death's contract and rip it in half and then if you die it deletes your save so it's similar to Death's want to uh, do that it'd be one run yeah death, similar to Dead Cells in which we we're both going to basically take a turn and see who can get the farthest lot done Hakuza we'll see you in Discord too anyway thank you guys till next week this has been Triangle Squared and now we're going to go off to our little Patreon backers because we love you all so much. And we will have the winner announced, I think, Monday for the custom case giveaway. You mean right now? That right? happens every month. No, the custom case oh, for Patreon. Oh, for Patreon, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to support us on Patreon, get you a chance to win these once a month. Uh, any one of your choice, you tell us which one we've made that you want. Bam, that's what you get to do. Uh, and until oh, then. <laughs> I thought that was the Hyper Light Drifter case that I made. <laughs> no, it's my. Uh, Mirror's Edge. Yeah, Mirror's Edge. So, anyway. You guys, we will see you next week for episode 76 and possibly Monday for streaming. Until then, this has been Triangle Squares. Thanks to our patrons for supporting us. Chad V, Dan Barber, Josh Jarrell, Mikey12, My Name is Dan, Noonie Bird, Shadowist, Steven Salazar, The Stonard, Travis Below, Blake Popst, Eduardo Palomino. If you'd like to support us, uh, the links are in the description. Thank you.